Hello and welcome everyone. It is a new day that the Lord has given us. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And if you're in the US, Canada, you've probably got Father's Day today. Happy Father's Day, those fathers out there. Um, for us in Australia, that's out in like September, different time of year for some reason. But we're glad that you're here and we're excited to go out into the virtual streets today of Amigo to share the good news of Christ with whoever God allows us to share the gospel with. And we've got an awesome team here. Uh, we should get them to say hello. It looks like Paul's already in a chat, so I'll say hi from Paul already. And it's a hello from Ryan. Hi from Carissa. Greetings and Christ from Harmony. Yeah, that's awesome. And what's excited, I'm very excited about, is that Beck is going to be doing our first chats today and then passing over to Carissa who's going to do some chats as well. Oh, it's going to be very exciting. So, Beck, can you say hello for us? Hey, from Beck. Yes. Woohoo. This is exciting. You guys be like, we want to hear a Beck stream. Well, today is your lucky day. Now, we're also going to have a new song of the week today, which is very exciting. Beck's done an awesome job in making up a new song, a Bible verse, and it'll help you commit that Bible verse to memory. So make sure you stay tuned for that. That'll be in the second hour. We're also going to be answering any questions you've got. It's no question too hard. Uh, feel free to put any questions that you want to know an answer to in the chat, and we'll answer it in the question time in the second hour. And also, we do have a Kahoot game, that's right, coming up for the end of stream. But I think it might be time now to ask our great God for help as we get into these conversations. So I'm going to ask Beck to pray for us. Sounds good. All right. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your great provisions today um, that you've blessed us with. <clears throat> and we just pray for the chats um, the team are having or going to have today. We pray that um, you give us boldness and the words to say and patience. And yeah, help us, Lord, to just honor you in all that we do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, doggy. Ryan might need to close the door because <laughs> you were going to hear Ryan from the other room. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Such a different lighting at this time in the morning compared to when I come in in an hour usually. All right. We've got Amigle open. I'm going to share my Amigle screen and I think that should work well, yes, there we go. All right, <clears throat> and let me check my sound. God is good all the time. Sounds good, nice. I've already prayed so I can get into it. What if, what, what's my interests? Okay, I've got, okay. I'm gonna put TikTok on for now and then see how I go with that and then I can maybe change it up. All right. <clears throat> Hey, I've got a question for you. Okay, what's the question? What do you think happens to you after you die? You start pooping your brain. No, wait, no. No, no, no seriously. Me. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, you go to heaven. Yeah, I agree. Like heaven and hell. So do you think you will make it to heaven? Yeah. 
Yeah. Why do you think God would let you into heaven? Because I haven't done nothing bad. <laughs> you haven't done nothing bad? <laughs> Can I hold I you mean, that? I really have. I mean, okay. Maybe teenage stuff. That's all. It's reasonable to when you're a teenager, you know, but it's not bad like that. I don't do like. Okay. Okay. I guess when we think about our lives, though, across our whole life, like, have you ever told a lie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. I've told plenty. Have you ever been angry with someone? I think everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been angry for. What about even like used bad language? Oh, yeah. 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 And ever taken something that wasn't yours, even from like a sibling, your parents, you know, cookie out of the cookie jar when you shouldn't have. <laughs> Probably. I mean, kind of, but like, I don't, in a way, but not that. Yeah. I, I try not to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've all done these things before. I've done them before too, so I'm not judging you. But if God was to judge you based on those things, are you going to be found innocent or guilty? Guilty. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're guilty, right? So should we get... I would just face up to it and I'm just like... Okay, so should we get rewarded or punished then? Well, I would like tell him. I would make like I would be like, okay, look, I did the things, and I'm not gonna lie, I did do it, and just like you know, just like. Talk. It's good. It's good to fess up about it. It's good to like. And maybe maybe I can still get. Maybe I'll be okay. 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 Instead of lying about it. But think about, think about it. If if a criminal committed a crime, broke one of the laws, even a small law, and he stands before a judge and he confesses it, is the judge just then gonna go, okay, you confessed it to me, I'm gonna let you go free? No. No, right. What's going to happen to the criminal? He's going to go to prison. Yeah, he's going to get the punishment for breaking the law. So in the same way, even though confessing what we've done is good, we should fess up to it. It's not going to take away the fact that we're still guilty, right? So do we deserve a reward or a punishment for the, the things that we've done? Damn. Yeah, punishment. punishment. So does that sound like heaven or hell? Okay. Hell. Hell. Yeah. You guys don't want to end up there. There is a way that you don't have to end up in hell. What do you think you could do so you don't get your punishment of hell for the for fix wrong? it? Fix it. What do you, yeah? So what do you mean fix it? How do, how do you think you could do that? Well, you can't fix the past, so I just do better in the future. Okay. Okay. I get your point. So even if you do good things in the future, does that get rid of the fact that you have already done those bad things? No, but I just said you can't fix the past. Yeah, exactly. You can't fix the past. But even, you can always be better. And be even, better. Yep, yep. And it's good to be better. But think about it like this. If you commit five crimes and the next day you do ten really good things and don't commit any crimes, is the police going to let you go free from the five crimes you did the other day just because you no. did those ten things? Right. No. no. So it's good to do better was good that the criminal didn't do more, more crimes, but it doesn't take away the punishment he shall, still needed to get, right? What does God think like over to being? Well, he is a good judge, right? He is a good and just judge. So he would make sure that justice is upheld, which makes, which makes sense that then the punishment, yeah, he would still make sure that the punishment is, is paid for the wrong things we do. Now, there is a way then you can still make it to heaven. What you need is someone else to take that hell punishment for you, right? 
So what if you have someone else take 100% of your punishment? What's left for you? Um, you right? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Wait, can you say that one more time? Because I just got back. So if, if someone else takes 100% of your hell punishment for you, what's left for you to get? Zero. Zero, right? Yeah. So where would you go if, if someone did that for you? Heaven. Yeah. And that's what Jesus did when he died on the cross. He took the punishment we should get in hell for us on the cross. So if Jesus does that for you, where would you go when you die? Uh, oh, heaven. Yeah, heaven. Does that make sense, man? Are you getting it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he offers to do this for you as a gift, right? You don't mm -hmm. have to do anything good to get it. Just accept the gift by trusting that Jesus has paid that punishment for you. Yeah. So oh, let man. me check with you then. What's the reason why God would let you into heaven? If I was really good. Okay, but have we been good? No. no, no, right. So it can't be by being good because we've already been bad and deserve that punishment. Remember, how do you avoid being sent to hell for your punishment? There's a. Mm, I don't know, man. I'm getting it, but I'm kind of like. I'm kind of stumped on it's this. It's confusing. One. Think of yeah. it like maybe this analogy. Imagine you are driving on the road and you're speeding too fast. Police officer pulls you over gives you a $1,000 speeding ticket, right? Mm -hmm. Now, a friend of yours says, as a gift, I'll pay that $1,000 fine for you. So what's left for you to pay if they do that for you? Zero. Yeah. Why? Because they already paid it. Exactly. So we, in the same way, we owe God a punishment of hell. But the then the way to avoid that punishment and have no punishment left for you is having someone else pay it on your behalf who offers to pay that punishment for you so that you can go to heaven god yep and how did he do that i'm big right he died exactly jesus died on the cross to take the punishment he paid it in full on the cross so if jesus takes all of your punishment for you where are you going when you die heaven, heaven. so why would god let you into heaven because i'm smart I'm joking. <laughs> so what's the reason you'd go to heaven? Because he paid for your punishment. Yeah, he paid for my Exactly. Money. He paid the punishment for you. And like I said, you accept it as a gift. You simply believe that Jesus paid for all the punishment. And did you know, Jesus actually pays not just for the past wrong things you do, but even the future bad things that you're going to do, right? So imagine this. Let's say today. You believe that Jesus paid for all of your sins. Tomorrow, you do 10 more sins and you die. Where would you go? Did you get it? Can you say one more time? It was like lagging. Yeah. So if you believe that Jesus paid for all of your sins today, tomorrow, you do 10 more sins and then you die. Where would you be going? Heaven or hell? Hell. hell. Okay. What was getting you to heaven though? The punch, wait, the, the punishments. What was, no, get, wait, get, wait. what was getting you to heaven? Doing good, was it doing good though? Yeah, well, how what was the punishment? You paid for the punishments, right? Or, or, 
I'm, I'm confused a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Was doing good going to get rid of the punishment for the wrong things you've done? If you try and do good things from now, does that get rid of the punishment for the wrong things you've done? No. No, right. So doing good things can't get you to heaven because we've already done bad things. So remember, right. think back, think back. You got this, guys. Think back. What was the, what was taking away the punishment? What was paying the punishment so that you could go to heaven? God. Yeah? Dying. Exactly. God dying on the cross. And how much punishment does Jesus take for you on the cross? All of it. All of it, right? Past and future. So if you believe that he's done that for you, it's paid for all of your punishments. You do 10 more wrong things in the future and die. Who's paying the punishment for those 10 sins? God. Yeah. So oh, right. Yeah. So if he's paid it all, where do you go? Heaven. Yeah. So even if you do 10 more wrong things and die, even if you died during a sin, where are you going? Heaven. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So does doing good things play any part in getting you to heaven? No. No. All right. And why Why not? Why won't doing good things get you to heaven? We... Two questions. Have we been good enough to go to heaven, do you think? What did you say? Have we been good enough to go to heaven? No. No, because we've already done sins. Second question, can our good things get rid of the bad things we've done? Yes. They can? No. No, <laughs> no right? So that's why we can't be good. We can't do good things to get to heaven because we haven't been good enough and they don't cover the bad things. What's the only reason why you would go to heaven? If somebody paid my sins. Yeah. And who did that for you? God. My God. Yeah. Which is Jesus, right? My yeah. yeah, Jesus. So what if you don't trust that Jesus paid for all of your hell punishment? Where would you go? Hell. Yeah. So when should you guys start trusting that Jesus has paid for all of your sins? No. No. Yeah, from now, yeah. So do you have to ask for forgiveness then to go to heaven? Yes. Okay. What is getting Not you to heaven again? Jesus, oh God. Yeah, Jesus paying for our sins. So asking forgiveness is like praying to God. That would be a good thing to do. Do we go to heaven because of the good things we do? No. No. So would asking for forgiveness be then required to go to heaven? Wait, so you're telling me if you kill someone, you can still go to heaven? Yeah, anyone can go to heaven, no matter what they do, if... What? They believe, so Jeffrey Dahmer could be in heaven right now? If they're believing that Jesus has paid the punishment. Is Jeffrey Dahmer's in. It depends. I don't know what he was believing in, right? So I don't know if he actually was believing that Jesus paid for all his sins or not. But, yeah, we don't go to heaven because of, like, what kind of sins we do or what sins we don't do. I didn't know that. Simply because of what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. Yeah. So then... How certain on a scale of like zero to 100%, how certain would you be of going to heaven right now if you died? Like 50%. 50%? What about your, your friend? Uh, I'll say like 
so 45 and 50 about similar like about half what makes you probably like uncertain of going to heaven what what's well, i didn't do anything i don't know i haven't done anything that bad so maybe like ever you know <laughs> you've kind of gone up okay but the only thing i did was it was bad and uh, yep. i don't even want to like i don't want to say it. i yeah, mean it's yeah. not bad but it's bad it's not bad but it's, it's just saying it's like the only don't even say it. Well, well, okay, think of I'm gonna have to tell her. Okay, wait. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you no. So, I haven't done anything bad. Maybe I've taken one thing from my friend, but this is back mm -hmm. in elementary school. And yeah, I just like, you know, I forget about it and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I've only started a couple times. It was when I was little and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be worse. Yeah. Worse. And, and well, like, I, like, I watched something I wasn't supposed to. That's the, right, the baddest right, thing I've right. done. And thanks for being honest. Like, I appreciate you guys being honest about, about this stuff. But think about it. How many laws? would you have to break in society to be guilty and punished for breaking the law? What do you think? Are you take it? I'm going to get my charge real quick. Answer real quick. <laughs> How many laws would you have to break before you get punished for breaking the law? Depends how fast they catch you. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like if you got caught on the day, it would only have to be one, right? Yeah. Yeah. One breaking one law is enough to be guilty and punished for breaking the law. And so that's the same with God. One lie makes us guilty before God and deserving of hell, the punishment for that lie. So based on how we've lived, where would God have to send you? Where would you deserve to go, heaven or hell? Probably hell. Yeah, because we've all at least told one lie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, like, thinking, oh, but I haven't done that many two bad things. One lie is enough to send us to hell. And we've all at least told one. Oh, I haven't just told one. I've told plenty. I've told, like, yeah. multiple. Yeah. Exactly. So we definitely well, deserve it. Like the only reason why I tell I lie is because it gets me out of stuff. Which, which is, I don't want to get in trouble. I, I know, know, but that's really bad, right? Like the, the the that's a really wrong motive because we want to get out of something that we've actually done wrong. But well, yeah, because I'm like stuck in a bad position. I have to say something because yeah. <laughs> I can just let it. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. So if all we deserve is hell, even for telling lies. We even got rid of all the other stuff that we've done wrong out of the way. Not even just mm -hmm. lies. We deserve hell for those lies, even telling one. And so we're, we're not going to be good enough to get to heaven. We're not going to be ever be, I'm going to heaven because I'm not that bad of a person. So, so nobody in this world is really like perfect. Correct. Like to what I, yeah. Yeah. We all deserve hell because as soon as we like told one lie, it's enough to send us to hell. That's uh, why we need jesus that's why we need someone to take our punishment for us and that's what jesus has done now remember how much of your punishment does jesus take for you on the cross a hundred percent hundred percent so what's left for you to get in hell you yeah so if you're believing that jesus has done that for you how certain can you be that you're going to heaven pretty certain yeah what do you think mm -hmm. pretty certain like if he's taken 100% of your punishment, so there's no punishment left in hell for you to get, is there any reason for God to send you to hell then? No. No. So what What certainty would you be able to have? 100. 100%, yeah. Because it's either 100% or 0%.
Because we've either got Jesus paying for all of our sins or we've done one bad thing and deserve hell so we'd never, we wouldn't go to heaven. So it's either 100 or zero. If we're less than 100, we're still trusting in what we do get to get us heaven. Now think about it like this, guys. Imagine a friend of yours, right? They come to you and they say to you, I think, so I, I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for my sins. But I think I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. So your friend, where do you think they would go when you die, when they die? Based on what they've said. What do you reckon? You want to? Yes, Taylor. Mm. Do you want me to repeat? Yeah. Okay. Your friend comes to you and they say, I believe that Jesus died for my sins. But I think the reason why I'm going to heaven is because I've been a good person. Where are they going? Hell. Hell. Yeah, and why, why would it be hell? Because they think they've been a good person, but they've been pretty bad. Yeah, we've all been bad, so we can't go to heaven by being good. They're trusting oh. in themselves. Now, here's another scenario, okay? Another, another friend of yours. And these might be okay. actual friends that might think this. Another friend of yours comes to you and says, I'm going to heaven because of two reasons. I think the, the reason why I'm going to heaven is, one, because Jesus died for my sins, and two, because I'm now being living better. I'm doing what God wants me to do. So they're my two reasons for going to heaven. That's what your friend said. Where hmm. would they go, heaven or hell? Heaven. Yeah? Mm. thinking about what your friend said are they trusting only in what jesus has did, done to get them to heaven or are they still partly trusting in themselves still partly trusting themselves yeah and so can we go to heaven by trusting in what we do to get to heaven no no so by still trusting partly themselves it's like they're saying i trust 50 percent jesus but 50 percent myself they only trust 50% in Jesus. Are they really trusting that he's paid for all of their sins? No. no. So if he hasn't paid for all their sins, where are they going? Hell. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just about believing that Jesus died for our sins. It's about believing, believing that Jesus paid for our sins as the only reason why we're going to heaven. Can't be Jesus plus. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So think back, think back to the like beginning of our conversation, if you can. What did you guys think was the reason why you would go to heaven before this conversation? Because it paid. Because before. I thought I, oh, before that. Because oh. I thought I was good. Yeah, because yeah. you thought you were good. You're trying to get to heaven by being good. So if you had died before this conversation, where would you have gone? Hell. Yeah, but if you died right now. Where do you think you would go? Hell. Still hell? Well, like, I would say you would get there and it would be like a... a, a well, I don't know. I feel like... Well, actually, now, if you died now, I mean, maybe probably heaven because I've really never done anything like that, like to where to that extent. Yeah. But remember, how many, how many times do you have to sin to be deserving of hell? Once. Once. And so, mine's been since I was 10 years old, so it was super. Right. Super. Add it all up. We 
We don't deserve. I to thought it like ten. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> so based on how we've lived, based on how what we've done, where do we deserve to be sent? Hell, I want to death. Hell. Hell. Right. What do you agree? What what, your, what, what are your names so I can um, maybe address either, both of you? My name's Beck. What were your names? Ben. Ben. You don't have to say your actual name. You can just give me another name. No, like, his name is Ben. Like, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. And your name? Wait, that's the same name. No, you can use a different name. I just want to be able to say, oh, hey, Ben, what's Over. your thoughts on this? Or, I'm just going to put the name. It's not Dover. It's, it's, I'll just say it's, my nickname is Dover. Dover. Okay. So, Dover, what do you think? Do you think, based on how you've lived, where do you think you deserve to go, be sent? Hell. Yeah, because we've all sinned, right? Even once. And so remember, guys, what was the reason why you don't have to be sent to hell for your sins? God. Yep. What do you think, Dover? Why don't you have to be sent to hell for your sins? Because God. God doing what? Paying for thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're already paying for that. Paying that punishment. And so knowing that you were trusting in yourself before this conversation, you were thinking it was your good things, you knew you would end up in hell. When do you think you will start trusting no longer in what you've done to get you to heaven, but only what Jesus has done to get you to heaven, that he's paid for your sins? When do you think you'll start trusting in him? When I hit my teenager age. Okay. <laughs> but do you think you, like, do you know if you're going to be able to reach that even? like? Yeah, maybe 20. Because do you know when you're going to die? No. I can die tomorrow. Exactly. Really? You may I not even die. reach that. Or right now. Like, you could die in the I next five minutes. Yeah. With and anything. It, even just drinking this drink, if you have anything in it. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys don't know when you're going to die and you know that the moment you die, you deserve to be sent to hell, when should you start trusting that Jesus has paid that punishment for you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not laughing at you. We're not laughing at you. We swear. You guys been distracted? Because this is a really important conversation. Like we've, we've hit a really serious point that if we know that we, we don't know we're going to die, whether next moment or whether we have 20 years or not. Yeah. Do you reckon you could concentrate for a moment? Put Sorry, whatever's was, distracting sorry, away? Somebody was, on, somebody was on the phone. Yeah. Because, like, do you guys take your life, like, seriously? Do you think life and death is really actually important to think about and what happens after we die? Honestly, no. don't like to think about it because it's yeah. scary a little it, bit. Okay, scary. Well, it would be scary if, knowing that you would end up in hell for the wrong things you've oh. done. But if if we have our trust in what Jesus has done to save us, then it doesn't have to be scary because we can 100% know you're going to heaven if Jesus has done that for us, right? But I want that for you guys. I want I want for you guys to actually know that you're going to heaven because you're not trusting in what you do but trusting only in what Jesus has done for you. Yeah. 
So do you guys, do you think you'll take this like conversation seriously and maybe have a think about it seriously? And Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll take it into my life. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, I really don't want you guys to end up in hell for, for the sins that you've done. And that's yeah. why I want to share this with you so that you can know so you're, 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 you think you're going to heaven? I know I'm going to heaven, but it's not because of what I've done. I deserve hell, but I know I'm going to heaven only because of what Jesus has done for me. He's paid for that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Do you know, do you know how that you can, sorry, that was a weird question. Do you guys know how you can find out more about this kind of stuff? Google. <laughs> Google. Google. <laughs> The Bible. Well, the Bible, right? Yeah. Do you guys have a Bible? <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? Though? I mean, some things you can find on Google, but you can't really trust Google, honestly. <laughs> I could use the Bible on Google. Yeah. I can use the online. You could try the online Bible. Oh, do you guys have a Bible? Like a physical Bible? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I encourage you well, guys. I barely, I barely move, so it's like in my boxes. Still. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, I'll, I'll send you a link of a online one that's really good and useful. So if you do want to get the app or whatever. But yeah. What? <laughs> but I, guys, I encourage you to find out more about this because I like wait. this. Yeah. Uh, hmm? <laughs> uh, I was going to say. Just wait. Wait to the end. Wait to the end. Wait, are you. Are, Wait, are we almost done with this? Because we have to like go in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm finishing up. I'm just telling you how you guys can find out more because it's really important to think about this. I know you guys might seem young now, but like we said, we don't know when we're going to die. And and you want to make sure that when you die, you know you're going to heaven and not hell. So you can read, read in the Bible. The, you could start in the book of John. I would encourage you. And do you guys, do you guys have any... um? Oh, you were talking to his girlfriend. Like so, social media, like TikTok, Instagram. Oh, TikTok's bad. TikTok's been bad lately. They've been having the nasty stuff on there. Yeah, it's pretty. It's not that great. But there is one great user on there called NeedGod.net. I encourage you to check it out because they have some really great videos. So you can check them out on TikTok, Insta, and YouTube. I've just put them in the chat. All right? And All right. Especially on YouTube, you guys have actually been really um, having a great conversation with me today, which has been actually live on our on our YouTube channel. So you guys can even check that out. I'd encourage you to go check out YouTube Nigod.net and um, you'll Wait, find. Wait, uh, I was looking in like, or does this like something to do with like? Is this of uh, this verse right right here have something to do with it? Yeah, that's that's a that's a helpful verse on like talking about. Um, sort of to do with salvation. You'll be saved. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it talks about confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that you'll be saved and things like that. Now, it's not specifically meaning that, oh, I have to say these words to be saved. So it's, it's you won't technically be saved just with that one verse. Is that what you're saying? No, there's like there's heaps of verses in the Bible that talk about how we are saved and the salvation comes through what Jesus has done, not what we've done. So you've got even like um, a helpful verse is like this one. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your undoing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So we're saved because of it's a gift. But, yeah. <laughs> His airport died. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, there's some helpful stuff. Can what you, up, my dad? 
it's chaotic guys well there's some there's some helpful stuff can you still hear me yeah sorry my airpod died and yeah. that was me <laughs> <laughs> okay. so there's some helpful stuff on there there's a helpful verse i just put on there as well but um yeah, check out on TikTok, Instagram, and even YouTube. Like I said, you oh. guys have been live on YouTube. Okay. With, I was going to, my dad, his dad said we have to go now, but thank you yeah. for helping. Yeah. Me have you got all that I, stuff down? Make sure you just like uh, copy yes. it. Yes, I took a screenshot like on my PC. I did like a little screenshot nice. thing. But I was going to say, can you see our names like together? Because supposedly it's supposed to go together. That's what everybody says. It, it's kind of weird. It's like goes together. Your names? What do you, sorry. Yeah. What do you mean? So like say yours. Oh, <laughs> and then Dover. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll make sure that, um, yeah, I, I keep that in mind. But yeah, I think you guys just said it. So thanks for that. Um, guys, check out the YouTube channel, all right? Because uh, you guys right, been you. live on there. All right, and you can check it. All right see ya. All right, Where's bye. Oh. Wow. They were like half serious, but then not serious so like a bunch of times. So I don't know. And of course I wasn't gonna say the names. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. Praise God for their chat. Hopefully they'll um they'll think about what they've heard and and yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see if God does the work or not. But yeah. We have an encouragement button. Let's go. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. At the end of the line, will all the other not quite? Will all the never get it right? But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a nobody We're trying to tell everybody. All about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. Nice. Well, I might pray for them then. Wait, did I pray? I don't know. I will. Pray for them. <laughs> uh, gracious Heavenly Father, I pray for those two guys. Um, uh, yeah, I pray for what they've heard that um, it might sink in, especially um, maybe individually more so than together as so they can be, um, yeah, trying to be silly when they're together. But I pray that they might really consider what they've heard now in the gospel. And um, I pray that you'll be working on their hearts to bring them to that full understanding, but also come to faith in you, knowing that they could die at any moment and um, without trusting in you, they would end up in hell for their sins. So I pray that, yeah, they, they won't be able to sleep tonight until they uh, come to that come to that point where they realize that they need you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Nice. Well, um, whoop. Do we have a Carissa around? Yes. Yes, Carissa. Are you able to take over the second half now? Yes, I am. Sounds good. Oogly doo. 
All right. Let me make sure. Can you hear this? God is good all the time. Okie dokie. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day that we get to serve you and proclaim your gospel to people. I pray, Lord, that you would be glorified in this chat that I'm about to jump into, and I pray that you would be saving this person, if it be your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I've got a question for you. Okay. What do you think happens to us after we die? Um, we forget our past life and then we're reborn. Okay. Do you believe there is a God? Um, I don't know. Probably not. If I told you those LED lights on your ceiling made themselves, made themselves, would you believe me if I said that? Um, no. Why not? Why can't they because, make themselves? Because because they can't. They 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 don't have arms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're a created thing, and everything that's been created needs to have a creator, right? Just like a house needs to have a builder, a cake needs to have a baker, a painting needs to have a painter. And so logically, this universe would need to have a universe maker. And so this universe maker would get to set the rules for how we live. So do you think that you're a good person? No. I would say the same for myself. Have you ever lied? Yeah. Yeah, same here. Ever use bad language? Yeah. Yeah, even been angry with anybody? Yeah. Yep. And so if these were a few of the rules that God would judge you by, would you be innocent or guilty? What do you think? I've got a question for you. What? What do you think happens to us after we die? Uh, I think you just see like black. Just black? Like, yeah, I think you just see nothing. Okay. Do you believe there is a God? Yeah. Yeah, me too. And do you think if God was to judge you right now, he would find you more deserving of a reward or a punishment? Uh, reward. Okay. So do you think that you're a good person? Uh-huh. Okay. Have you ever lied? Oh, uh, yeah, a bunch. Yeah, me too. Ever used bad language? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, same here. And even been angry with anybody or been rude or disrespectful to people? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so if these were a few of the okay. laws that God would judge us by, would we be innocent or guilty? Pretty guilty. Yeah. I love that. And since we're guilty, would God reward us or punish that. us? Uh, punish us. <laughs> and does punishment sound more like heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you able to turn that off, whatever that is? It's kind of dis distracting. <laughs> hey, I've got a question. What? What do you think happens to us after we die? You, you're gay and have autism. Seriously, man. Do you believe in God? Yes. Okay. Do you think God would approve? Uh, I believe in K-Plog. Big D-O-A. Gra, gra.
I've got a question. Go on. What do you think is going to happen to you after you die? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Do you My believe there is a God? Closed. No. Why not? No. Or because I don't have any reason to. I, I don't have any facts that prove that I do have a God. I don't have any people who have gone to the so-called afterlife, came back. I don't have any grace that I've experienced from God. So why would I believe in one if the, you know, hasn't been proven as a fact that there is one, you know? But let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. The tapestry behind me, if I told you that it created itself, that it designed itself, it put all the, the stitchings together, if I told you that it did that by itself, would you believe me? Let me come at you with a, a question as a reply. Do you believe that there is a possibility somewhere in the open universe there are some creatures out there that have somehow gathered the same type of fabric, the same type of color, and in an infinite universe, it's infinite, okay? You can, anything can happen anywhere. Literally, there could be an exact DNA replica copy of you somewhere an infinite distance away. So, realistically, fuck, it could have happened. Is that logically possible, though? Yeah. How how is it logically possible for that to make it happen? Well, because first of all, the new so the, just... the new the universe isn't something that you know just happened. And the thing is that it, from what we know, it was just always here. The big bang no, has because we know that's we, not true. From what we do know or what is stated as a fact right now in the scientific community is that because we can't prove otherwise, it just has always been here. That's what's considered as true. And there has no. been repetitions of the Big Bang, the Big Collusion, the Big Bang, the Big Collusion, and so on and so forth. No, because How was universe, all the matter created? If this universe was eternal, we would be in infinite disorder right now. And mm. clearly we aren't. Not necessarily. Yeah, because things that are left by themselves tend toward more disorder. The thing is that you need to understand that, again, in an infinite universe, that with infinite matter, with infinite antimatter, infinite protons, nutrient, infinite everything, everything can happen. With infinite rules of physics, you need to understand that right now we live in a three-dimensional world, okay? We do, as a fact. But the possibility of being, there being fourth-dimensional and five-dimensional Okay, but you're going places. too far into depth with this. It's but so because simple. I'm going into facts. It's so simple to understand that there must be a creator. You you, you still deflected my first question I asked you. Or no, actually, sorry. You did answer it, but yeah. with an illogical answer. This oh. cannot make itself. Someone had to design it and stitch it together. You need to understand that with infinite particles, with infinite, in an infinite space, okay? Infinite possibilities can happen with infinite matter, with infinite everything. 
with infinite time, literally everything can happen. They, there could literally be somewhere in the universe or before the Big Bang, before the Big Compression, beings that were both me and you at around the same time of the universe with the same type of computer setup, everything, a long time ago. The thing is that with infinite time and possibility, you cannot deny it. You cannot say that, no, 100%, it couldn't be. 99.999% that it's impossible, yes, I will agree. But saying that there's a 0% chance, that's illogical. And believing that only because there's a great being that caused us to be able to do so, personally, I see that as illogical, if anything. What's illogical? Agre How is it illogical that this has to have a creator for it? How is it illogical that there has to be a painter for a painting? Or what a I'm saying is that for a house, or what a, I'm saying, a baker for a cake, or a I think that you know, for a I think that you just misunderstood me. I'm not saying that it's logical, but I'm saying the idea behind not believing that there is a possibility for it to happen by itself with infinite time, infinite particles, infinite movement, infinite type of We're not in infinite physics. Infinity, though. We are. The reality is that we are. After the planet ends, and after the fucking a meteor strikes Earth in 50,000 years and we're just exploding into matter like nothing ever happened, time will still go on. After we die, after you die, after your mom dies, your life still goes on. Time, time still moves. The physics rules still apply. That's the reality of things. It doesn't end after you die. It doesn't. It relatively to you, yes, it does. But at the same time, it's like, look, 50, look, seventy years ago in time, World War Two fucking happened. Do you see it on a daily basis? Do you say well, hello to Hitler? No. Basically, do you deny the existence of a creator for this creation we're living in? I don't completely deny it, but I don't okay. agree with the idea. Okay. So, there we go. There must be a creator for this creation. And since Not there's a creator... Not necessarily. Bear with me. Bear with me. Since yeah. there's a creator, this creator would get to set the rules for how we live in their creation. So, do you think you've lived as a good person your whole life? Personally, what I like to believe when I do like to believe that there might be a being out there that's considered the creator And let's say that he did set some boundaries, some boundaries I do believe that such a being wouldn't go down to Let's say for Jewish people to not to make them not eat pigs or pig meat because that's it Imagine for like a great being why would he care? Like, you can agree with me on this one. Like, a being that created the whole entire universe with a snap of his fingers, why would he care if you ate some pork? Like, that's idiotic. Or like, let's say... this universe. He can so tell what? us how to live inside of it. It's but just like... The reality it's is... It's like if you, if you owned a house, you could set the rules for your house right and yes. so god owns this universe this is his house so therefore 
He has set rules for us to follow while we live in his house, his universe. For example, lying is one of them. Have you ever lied? Of course I did. Yeah. Can you say that you haven't? No, I have Absolutely. What about you use bad language? On a daily basis. Yeah. And even been angry with anybody or been rude or disrespected them? I've literally burned a whole village down. So, yeah. Okay. So, if this creator was to judge you by these things, would you be innocent or guilty of breaking his rules? I would be guilty. Of course I would be. If those was his said rules, then yeah. And so, since you'd be guilty, would you deserve to be rewarded or punished by him? <laughs> I'll play along, but please let me come back to this later. I would be punished, realistically. If I'm guilty and he doesn't want it, I will be punished. Yeah. And does um, punishment sound more like paradise, aka heaven, or does it sound like hell? Mm. Look, I've genuinely lived my whole life, okay? Especially in the past four years, I've been exposed to so much shit on this fucking planet. Like, my background is crazy as fuck, okay? I won't go too much into depth, but let's just say that if there are levels to hell, I'm literally sitting at the devil's fucking throne. The devil isn't going to be running hell. It's going to be hell running hell. Anyway, just... You know, I would be like at the deepest possible place in hell. So, realistically, yeah, I would be in hell. Relatively, there, being tortured, getting back at my sins, you know? That's why it's going to be God punishing you in hell. Because he, you're the one, he, he's the one you've sinned against, not the devil. Mm, it depends but, on the anyways, religion. Um... How could we avoid going to that place before we die? Not believing in it. Okay. So if you were a criminal in, in society and you didn't believe in prison, does that mean you're not going to go to prison because you don't believe in it after you've committed crimes? Not necessarily, but right exactly. now, I've st let, let look, I've studied religion, okay? I've studied Buddhism, I studied Islam, I studied Judaism, I studied Christianity. And so many fucking more sub, so many sub beliefs. Okay, they're just dumb, in my opinion. And most of them, like, believe it or not, like genuinely most, as long as you don't accept their religion, and, or, or you don't accept the Prophet Muhammad, or you don't accept God in any type of way, then you won't be punished by his rules. Especially like when you look at the Egyptian culture and the Egyptian gods, if you don't, like some of them, like Ra, the god of death, if you didn't believe that Ra existed at all, Ra will not be able to like punish you or take you under his command, you know? So like, depending on the religion, 
And to answer your question, yes, if there is a prison on Earth and I don't believe in the prison system, then yes, I will still go to jail. And so the point here is, even if you don't believe in hell, you're still going to go there for the sins oh. you've committed. But there is a way of how to be forgiven. How can we be forgiven of our sins? If you look at Christianity by accepting Jesus Christ, Christ as my Lord and Savior. What does that mean? And, and confessing to my sins. If you ask me, what it means to me is literally just go to a fucking go to a church and be baptized and say some random ass words and act like oh my god i believe in god oh my god what okay okay so um basically you're saying we just have to do a bunch of good deeds to go to heaven nah. Cause that's what you just said you said we have we would have to be baptized um and go to church and say a bunch of words yeah that's what christianity tells us judaism it's actually not you it depends on the type of christianity catholic and whatnot but like look how judaism judaism for say you cannot really like take back your sin and do good the only thing like in judaism imagine every sin weighs two kilograms well a good thing weighs like 0 0.5 kilograms so every good so every good deed you pay back for one sin and it also depends on the sin fun fact like jerking off in judaism and like you coming okay like a male no. okay i'm sorry but just saying that like that's a huge fucking sin like like no you go to hell no matter what so it depends on the religion so yeah you're saying we would have to do more good than bad essentially but uh, that doesn't pay for your sins though doing good things does not get rid of the fact that you've already sinned against god and well, if yeah. it wouldn't get rid of your sins it wouldn't get rid of the punishment that you would deserve for those sins either and so you would still be going to hell, rightfully so, for the transgressions you've committed against our Creator. And so the only way that we can avoid hell would be is if someone takes that, that punishment in our place. If someone else takes 100% of it. Because if someone else was willing to die, or was willing to take 100% of your punishment, and how much would be left for you? I'm guessing you're a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. What type of Christian, though? I'm a Bible-believing Christian. Catholic. Can you, can you answer the question I, I asked? Well, I guess uh, I will have, if he takes 100% of my sin, I will have no sin left. Yep. And you already know who that was. It was Jesus. That's why he died on the cross and rose again three days later. And so, if Jesus does that for you, 
Jesus does that for you. He takes 100% of your hell punishment. And where do you now get to go after you die? Heaven. Mm -hmm. And why? No, fucking no. Well, what did because we just talk about was the way to go to Because I took my punishment. Yeah. How did he do that? Oh, no. <laughs> Get put on a cross or some shit. Yeah. Because on that cross, um, he was taking the wrath of God for those who would believe in him as their only way to go to heaven. Hmm. Doesn't seem like you care. Do you I'll think tell you one. It's, it, the thing is, that I've talked to so many people like you. I've seen people like begging for mercy, talking like you talked. Like genuinely, unfortunately, with my family and the way that I was raised and brought up in the areas that I was brought up, just a lot of shit, okay? I'm sorry for my swearing, by the way. I'm guessing you don't really find it nice. I'll try my best to stop. But just with all the stuff I've seen and all the people I've seen and all the pastors that I've seen kind of like begging for life and just pleading again and again about religious subjects. Yeah, I, I got used to it in a way, you know, like I'm, I'm not shocked by what you're saying. I'm not surprised. I can reply with my logical sense to anything you probably say. I know it goes against your belief and against what you have heard your whole life. So you wouldn't hear what I say and just, you know, genuinely reconsider your religion. But what I can say is just that I respect you for who you are. And again, the message, the message that you're trying to bring on. Okay, I genuinely well, I don't know if you are because you're still saying we have to beg for mercy, which is not what Christianity. I, I, I didn't say that you that you have to beg for mercy. I've seen pastors beg for mercy while praying to Jesus. It's not like not from Jesus or God, just from other people, bad okay, people. That's not the way we go to heaven. You don't beg for mercy and then we're automatically given it. I know. Again, not begging for mercy from a God or from Jesus, begging for mercy from a guy that is threatening to kill them. A human being, if you may. Okay, I wouldn't consider him a human, but you know. That doesn't have to do with how we go to heaven then. No. Just that I have talked to many people like you, and I've seen many people like you. Because you mentioned that I don't seem like I quite care about religion or whatnot and i'll have to respectfully tell you that i don't yeah and i could see that yeah which is sad because i probably care more about where you'll spend eternity than you do yourself yeah probably because ultimately you don't believe that Jesus has taken that punishment for you, you'll be the one left taking it upon yourself. Wishing mm. that you would have listened to all these people in your life who are who are telling you to put on put on the parachute. You're you're basically jumping out of an airplane, right? 
and mm-hmm. people are begging for you to listen to them to put on a parachute and yet you're rejecting that parachute. Jesus is our parachute. He's our salvation. He's our way to to go to heaven. Okay, look, I've spent like what six months in the Philippines and more like three more months in mountains in China and whatnot in Japan. And a lot of Buddhists there believe in reincarnation, karma, and what, and you know, you have gotten good karma all your life, you will reincarnate as a tiger or an eagle or a beautiful being. And if you haven't, then you will be reincarnated as, you know, a bug that it's shit. Sorry. Um, but, like, what's your opinion on that? On that belief that of karma of I have done good I have gotten a plus point in my level if I have done bad it's a minus like I understand that you only believe in your religion and so far you don't seem like you have considered the other ones but what would be your opinion about Buddhism you know yeah and it's just like and I'll answer your question with an analogy so yeah. I am answering your question, but not immediately, okay? So it's just like if five people were claiming to be the president of the U.S., for example. So how would you determine which four are lying and which one is telling the truth? No, no. Wouldn't you have to look at the evidence to see who got the most votes? Yeah. Yep. And so with all different religions claiming these uh, different things, similar but different things like heaven and hell and um, all these sorts of things, we have to look at the evidence to see which one is true. We can't base things off of feelings and opinions because feelings come and go. Feelings are deceptive. We have to go based off evidence. Jesus Christ is the only one who proved himself to be true by claiming to be God and claiming to, um, he was going to destroy the temple and raise it back up in three days. And the temple was his body. And he did that. He did just that. He rose again three days later after he was crucified. All these prophets and blah, blah, blah from other religions um, they died, and they're they're now in the ground. Jesus died, but yet he has an empty grave because he rose from the grave. He defeated death. Have you ever been to Israel? Nope. Have you ever been to Bethlehem? Nope. Have you ever been to Jerusalem, where there's a big church for Jesus and upper and there's allegedly his dried blood in like a vase that you can nope. touch for religious okay right now okay genuinely right now i'm in israel okay i'm in the land of the holy or whatnot genuinely like i genuinely am i can even show you my fucking my google maps and zoom out and just you know I genuinely am here. Like, genuinely, I am. I've been to these alleged Jesus places, okay? 
I have been there. I have seen Russian full-on passes and like whatnot. Okay, I have seen the most Islamic people ever. I have seen everything. I've been living here for like what four months, and I've just went from here there and there. Just you know, explored. Because why? Why wouldn't you explore a new country that you're in? Um, and just. I've been to the places that your religion would consider to be probably, you know, the most holy or whatnot, to the birthplace of Jesus and all these things. And a lot of people, when they come there, even if they are alleged non-believers and whatnot, say that there's a strong spiritual spirit about these places. I haven't felt nothing other than the stench of like, you know, smelly, sweaty Israeli man. <laughs> God isn't a feeling. He's not a force. Again, I haven't felt nothing. Because God no is a feeling, like I said. Yeah, again. Still. But I've been to all these places, and I'm sure that, like, would you ever want to visit these places for religious purposes? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. It's God's will. Good. Yeah. And just... I don't know, as someone who has been here, and as someone who has, like, seen the places and whatnot, it's just not, like, not really as exciting, I guess, or as powerful or as meaningful as anything would seem. It's an old way, ways, of course, and, you know, with alleged Jesus' blood in it. I've basically touched his blood, again, allegedly. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that blood can stay from, you know. It's, it's not his blood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, logically, it's impossible, is it? Mm-hmm. But, like, again, just. You know, in my kind of search of belief, as you can say, does just haven't been anything that was as true to me as science or as facts that were, you know, that I could genuinely see or I could comprehend. Because well, log- is logically, the historical fact. One. Jesus's life is a historical fact. It's been historically documented. That's the evidence that we have. In Russia, the place where I was born, I'm Russian by the way, um, the place where I was born and brought up, there was a child's game called the Broken Phone. Poor translation, but you know, Broken Phone. And the game played out as, with, there was like basically a circle, okay, of kids. Yeah, I already, I already know what you're going to tell me. Yeah, and like... You think and the Bible's been was, changed over time, probably, is that what you're going to say? You know, you know that like, it's, it is like a solid fact that it has been altered. It's not a thing. I think that like, the last alteration because of the modern Bible Everything, been... every translation that was ever translated, we don't go back to the last previously translated version. We go back to the the manuscripts in the original languages. We go back to the Hebrew, we go back to the Greek. And we actually have those manuscripts that we can go back to today and see for ourselves. They're not hidden. I've, I speak Hebrew you, fluently. 
to ESV.org. I hope that doesn't give me robots. If you go to ESV.org, um, it has a Bible feature on there where you can see what it says in the original languages and see for yourself that it hasn't been changed. It hasn't been altered at all. It's passed the test of time. Have you read the Bible yourself? Yeah. The whole thing? I've, um, yeah, but I've mostly read the Tanakh. The Jewish. Is that the Old Minister. Testament or the Torah? Torah. I've Torah, Tanakh. Torah, okay, Tanakh consists of three Jewish like religion books. I think Old Testament. I, I, I don't know the translation to English, to English. I'm sorry. But like Tanakh is Torah and if we ink to him, okay? Torah is Torah. First there was a light, okay? And until Menachem Bet, and then there's Nevi'im, which is like whatnot. I can write it in Hebrew if you want, like. And just, I've studied it, you know, like on a genuine, like, study college course study because i legally had to to get my citizenship but you know <laughs> who cares um but yeah like i've studied i know my stuff i don't remember most of it because again, so have you ever I, read I, the I just like stories sorry for interrupting have you ever read the new testament yeah but like a long time ago and i don't usually remember this stuff I just see it as stories that I need to study, like a book report. Do you know how many books are in the Bible? Yeah, I don't remember. I won't try. But you claim that it's been changed, though. I mean, from the facts I've heard of, you know, professors in the subject, the last time that it was altered was like a thousand, a hundred and fifty years ago. It was never altered. Oh, so you say? Yeah, go on to that website I sent in the chat and see that it hasn't. See for yourself before you make that big claim. Because that claim is okay. out of ignorance. Out of okay. not knowing. I'll play along. So, let's go back to what we were talking about before, though. About Jesus mm -hmm. and what he did for us. Because that's what's yeah. most important. So, if Jesus offers to take your hell punishment for you as a gift, you get to go mm -hmm. to heaven, right? But what if you mm -hmm. trusted that today? Or let's say, yeah, what if you trusted that today? And then tomorrow you went and you sinned five more times and then you died after. Where would you get to go, do you think, based on what we've talked about so far? I mean, if Jesus will take the blame in a way, so... What'd you say? I mean, if with what you're telling me about Jesus, he will kind of take the blame, so to speak, for me. I believe that's still heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yes. Jesus you see, I'm offers to take our, our past and future sins. Right. So um, does getting baptized play a part in someone going to heaven? I don't believe it should. 
What about confessing our sins to God and asking him to forgive us? Yeah, again, I don't really have a choice. What about going to church? Again, I don't think it should. Reading the Bible? No. Yep, none of these things get us to heaven because it's solely by Jesus paying for our sins for us that we can go to heaven. And so if someone claimed that they'd be going to heaven because Jesus died for their sin, but also because they're a good person and go to church every Sunday, where do you think they would end up? I don't know, heaven. Hell? Heaven. Oh. Why do you think heaven? Because either way, Jesus will take one for the team, so to speak. Am I getting it right? No. Fuck. Because Sorry. what was that person trusting in to get them heaven? Were they trusting in only Jesus or also in themselves? In themselves. And how much of our sin does Jesus pay for again? 100% of our sin. So how much of our trust should be in what he's done for us to go to heaven? 100%. And since that person was trusting 50% Jesus and 50% themselves, where would they end up then? Hell. Right. <laughs> and even if someone is trusting 99% Jesus, yet still 1% their actions they're not going to make it to heaven because it's solely by by Christ alone that we get there but you see I am like catching on I feel like this is an AP After we went class through it, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now don't think that it would stick with me either way but you know what if someone said um, that they believe Jesus paid for their sin but they, they would go to heaven because um, they read the Bible and they've gotten baptized before. Uh, still, you don't wouldn't go to heaven, am I right? Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 a hundred yeah. points. Now, does someone have to confess something to go to heaven? No. Right. Because confession is a work. And we're not saved by our works, are we? Nope. So, if you were to stand before God and he asked you, why should I let you into heaven? What would be the answer you would give to him? Personally, or do you want like the logical, so to speak, answer? What do you say? I said, do you want my personal thing that I would probably realistically say, or do you want like the so so to speak right answer in your way of thought? Why not say both? Okay. Personally, I would say why not and argue. And Wait, but... you say why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then argue about everything. If he brought, brings up things, I will just argue about it until he gives up. Even if he's an all-knowing being, I wouldn't give, really give up. Give up on what? Just fine, send me to hell. Yeah, I would just keep arguing about getting to heaven. But in your way of thought, strain of thought, I believe that you would expect me to just say that I 
put my whole trust into Jesus Christ, so I should be you know, saved from eternal hell. Okay. So let's go over your answer first, shall we? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but for real though, you would you would sit there and try to fight with God and, and brag to him about why you think you should go to heaven? Yeah. How's that going to work? Mm, I don't know. Yes, only time can tell. God is just. And so your actions would never be enough to get you to heaven. Because by God's standard, if it was based on your actions, you would have to be perfect to go to heaven. And since we're not, that's why Jesus lived that perfect life in our place. And died the death we deserved. So that we could go to heaven. So there's no bribing God. God cannot be bribed. Mm-hmm. And his justice demands punishment for your sin. And so you would be sent to hell. Now, for your other answer, you said, I trust, I fully trust that what? I fully believe in Jesus Christ as my savior or whatnot and you know playing along with the whole I give Jesus like my full trust and full everything so you know Jesus is doing a hundred percent of the work so that's why I should but are we saved by our amount of trust or are we saved by what we're trusting in I guess what we're trusting in. Which would be? The Lord Jesus Christ. What about him? That he just existed? That he took the sin. That he takes the sin for me. Or however you call it. Yeah. So, in our answer to God then, we shouldn't be saying, because I... Because you're still pointing to yourself, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. So how should you reword your answer then? So that you're not pointing to yourself at all. He? He what? Okay, so if God asks me why I shouldn't go to hell, because Jesus, I, uh, I'm trying to play along. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because Jesus uh, takes the blame for it. How did you do that? By being put on a cross and then resurrecting after three days. <laughs> this shouldn't be a game to you. It shouldn't be a game to you because this is real life. You are really going to stand before God and be proud of yourself, how you've acted in this life. Okay, look, Even though you're treating between... this like a game, it's really not. It's okay, reality. Okay, okay. 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 In, like, in a respectful way, okay. Just let's try to like, just genuinely try to play along here, okay? 
I will try no. to make this as respectful and comfortable as I can. It's not a game. Look, I know. It's, I'm not playing it as a game. When I'm saying playing along, I'm, I'm meaning that, like, you know, just... I'm asking something simple, just answer it, like, you know, the, the dry answer. Okay, not a lesson. Like, let me lead right now. How old are you? That doesn't matter. Can you just give me a range? No. Like, under 18? You are under 18. You look to be around 15. Plus, minus. Maybe 14. In a way, okay? I don't know why you're guessing my age, but uh, okay. Look, look. Because I'm comparing life experiences. I'm 18. Okay, I have my whole life spent... Relatively, let's say... All of it. Okay, I haven't stayed in barely one place. My parents' line of work is arms dealing. Okay? The reason why we're in Israel is just as a kind of getaway. Genuinely as a vacation and staying under the radar and stuff like that because we don't want to sell arms during the Ukraine war. It's against our... Weirdly enough, it's against our moral beliefs. Because we're Russian, it's against Ukrainian people, but we don't really agree with Putin. Okay, and so on. I have seen war in Africa, in Asia. I have seen more bloodshed in South America than you will see in your, the rest of your life, and I can almost guarantee it. Just that I've seen stuff, I've experienced stuff, I've taken so many drugs, genuinely at around your age, that would fry your brain. All I'm saying is that from my life experience, okay, As someone who, let's say you would listen to your dad as a respectful way and just learn from what he's saying, right? You would. Because he's your parent, because he's your guardian, because he's older than you and he has experienced more stuff than you. Just, you would. Am I wrong? Yeah, that is, your... that is a command from God to honor our parents. Yeah, okay. Now, the thing is, God, okay, okay, God, in my perspective, okay, in my so-called belief, if there is such being as a God, okay, or an all-powerful being that created us, that brought the universe's existence, first of all, they're like, kind of like, iffy places in history where you would argue his existence but moreover, okay such a powerful being all powerful being okay I'm not a prophet I wasn't picked from childhood to be his you know his symbol I wasn't picked to be the leader of the Jewish people what is your point in the Holocaust. L look, l let me get to my point. I wasn't anyone, so to speak, by any biblical like biblical subjects important, okay? I'm, I'm not. You can't say that I am. Okay? 
I have basically lived most of my life as a borderline co-owner of a terrorist organization. Okay, we're not. We just, you know, sell. But yet, guns. God can still offer you forgiveness through Jesus. Look, look. And you can still be reconciled to Him through the blood. I've taken enough acid and enough shrooms that I have spoken to what my brain perceived as God and the devil on multiple occasions. I've literally played chess with the devil and won. But let's say, you know, it's hallucination, it doesn't exist, it's not real, okay? Fine. Fine. I can tell you, as sort of a fact, that if it is true, okay, my personal belief, and I do think that everyone, everyone should have their like, own personal belief and not follow a set of religion, okay? As my mom, as my dad did, I don't believe that you should have a religion. Religion is scams, okay? Religions lead again, to people just we can't go buying based off yamakas. We have to go based off of evidence. And so, man, again, I'll, leave you, again, I'll again. leave you with what I talked about before. The gospel, which is the good news. Let, let, let me let me get to my point. Give me two more seconds, okay? You, you just keep going on. You're not getting to your point. What I'm saying is, okay, that a god wouldn't really care about your sins. There wouldn't be such sins. In my opinion, a god would only care about you, Again, like what you would opinion. perceive. Like what you perceive as sins, what you personally perceive as sins. If we see us killing someone as not a sin, I don't think that I should be taken to, so to speak, court for that sin. I shouldn't be judged over it because I don't perceive it as a sin. Okay. And. Yep. Yeah. yeah sorry. Nice sorry. chatting to you, man. I'll leave you yeah, with those too, links too. and I hope that you would check them out. Think about what we talked about because this is reality. I just play the encouragement button in message right Well done there, Carissa. Wow, he was an uh, interesting fellow. Um, who was talking about all his drugs experiences and how he played chess with the devil and won. <laughs> like, <laughs> when someone doesn't care about truth. Um, interesting. Hey, that was good, Carissa. You got to share the gospel with him and, yeah, wise. Moving on from that when he's just going around in circles. That was good. All right. Welcome, everyone. Good to have you here. Isaac and Caitlin, Leviathan. Uh, we got Steve, Eduardo. Welcome. I uh, also got uh, a number of others who've said hi in the chat. Good to see you all. 
we're going to get straight into your questions. And yes, that's right. We do have a song of the week coming up very soon, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, welcome also Lily's here too. Snooky, Nicholas. Let's see who, what questions you've got. All right. Leviathan said, can you say British water? <laughs> With a British accent. That's uh, funny. All right. Who got the throne today? Here we go. It is question time. The throne is whoever got the first question in for the day. It looks like Venus. The star that we or the planet we see in the sky every night almost as we walk our dogs not that venus but the venus um who's on our team has asked this good question sometimes i still hate being excluded by my friends and i get really upset but i heard that means i haven't been submitting everything to christ and don't care about him is that true mm. like obviously it's not fun to be excluded but Jesus said, there's blessed are you when people exclude you and revile your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. So you're blessed. So when you're feeling like, oh, it's a bit sad that I get excluded, you say, Jesus said I'm blessed when I get excluded simply because I'm a Christian. So be encouraged. Listen to Jesus rather than to your feelings. Ian's asked this. Hey, Ian, well done. You got the second place on the podium today, man. Well done. Do you think that saying it took God one day to save Israel out of Egypt, but 40 years to sanctify them is a helpful way to show how salvation is instantaneous, but gratification, uh, sanctification is a long process? Yeah, you could say it's an analogy for that. That the, it took one day to take them out of Egypt, but 40 years to sanctify them. That's true. It's, a, it's an analogy that... We're instantaneously saved from the moment we believe, but there will be a long process of sanctification that happens as a result of that. How You know how it's really cool? I just want to mention something. Harmony right now is training Miziel. You know in the chat, Miziel? He's been trained by Harmony, which is so cool. And uh, Ian, you should sign up for training as well. And the rest of you guys too. <laughs> that's a good question there ian venus is asked actually no, that one's answered oh actually no venus has got a follow-up question she said i felt excluded by my friends recently and i cried about it how do i forgive them and not hold any ill will against them knowing how much you've been forgiven you've been forgiven much helps you to forgive them much and know this this is exactly what jesus predicted that those who hate Jesus will hate you. If they're unbelievers, of course they're going to hate you. Don't be surprised that you get excluded by those who hate the Lord. Because if they hate the Lord, they'll hate those who follow the Lord. But instead of holding a grudge, you look at them with sympathy and see them as lost sheep who need the shepherd. And so that helps you then not to be holding a grudge, but to say, oh, I'm going to pray for them even more diligently than I have before that God might save them. I'm going to look for opportunities how I can witness to them. Neo has asked, hey, Ryan, sometimes in life I feel anxious 
such as when I took my school exam, what advice from the Bible would be to overcome my anxiety? First Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says this, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Wow, that's beautiful. The Lord cares for you. So whatever you're anxious about, the Lord cares for you. Just bring it to him. God will sort it out. Plus, a way to not be anxious, for example, about your schooling, your school exam, is it doesn't really matter what mark you get. It really doesn't in the long run. Maybe in the short term, you're like, oh, I you know, don't want to get a bad mark. And, and that's why we obviously want to be diligent in studying. But in the long run, it doesn't mean squat. It doesn't mean anything at all. Because it doesn't affect your salvation. And even doesn't even really affect your career prospects either in the long term. Because you can always do further study later if you wanted to correct it. Now, that doesn't, as I said, doesn't make us lazy. doesn't make us, therefore, we don't study. We do study. We do what God wants us to do with that. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. But you don't be anxious about what the result will be. Whatever God wants the result to be, it'll be what it is. And that helps you then to to live easygoing, you might say, as you trust that what happens is the Lord's will for you. Patrick's asked, could you please explain why Jesus told the thief, today you'll be with me in paradise? But Jesus said in Matthew 12 that he, the Son of Man, will be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights and not in heaven. Well, he didn't say not in heaven. He said he, that is his body, will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, as in in the tomb, that means buried. That's not speaking about his soul. That's speaking about his body. Where did Jesus' soul go when he died? Well, he said to the thief on the cross, today you'll be with me in paradise, meaning his soul went to heaven just like the thief on the cross's soul went to heaven, even though the thief on the cross was also buried that very day. Zach's asked this, why did the disciples in Acts chapter 19 not receive the Holy Spirit until Paul baptized them, even though they were already believers? Good question. I think the reason is because they weren't really already believers. They knew, yes, Jesus, yes, he's the Messiah. Or they, they knew that there would be a Messiah to come. They didn't know exactly who. They didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit, it says. And so they basically had some elements of the gospel. They just hadn't had the fuller picture. And so Paul comes along and actually explains it further, just like he does with Apollos. Um, where where a, a Priscilla and Aquila explain more accurately the way concerning Jesus. But also in the book of Acts, we have, we're in a transitional period of time there in the book of Acts, where not everyone received the Holy Spirit the moment they believed. The reason was is because God was wanting to teach the apostles some things. And he's wanting to teach them that the the Holy Spirit goes out not just to Jewish people, but even to Samaritan people. And not only to Samaritan people, but even Gentile people. And not only Gentile people, but even to those who had received John's baptism and hadn't heard for so much the fullness of the gospel. This is what why God waited till the apostles were there so they could witness, oh, they received the Holy Spirit too. Okay. To teach them this lesson. But then when now that we're out of that transitional period of time, Ephesians 1.13 
describes when do you receive the Holy Spirit? When you believe. The moment you believe, you receive the Holy Spirit. Patrick asks, is it bad to say a phrase which has the word hell in it when you're not really talking about the place? And I would say, no, it's not a good thing to say that. And so therefore, it's you'd say it's a bad thing to say it because it just devalues the word hell. If you're using it in a context where you're not even referring to the place or talking about the biblical concept of it, you're probably devaluing the word, and that wouldn't be a good thing to say then. Eduardo has asked this, in confession, you have to do penance. So is that not your punishment? Well, if you think that your sins are forgiven because you go to confession and do your act of penance, and that means you don't believe Jesus took 100% of your punishment. You're believing that you're getting some of your punishment, and that is a denial of the gospel. Jesus didn't just take most of your punishment. He took 100%, which means there's actually no need to go to confession at all or do some acts of penance because Christ paid for 100% of your sins. 0% left for you, therefore zero punishment. And so no need for penance. This one from John. What's your thoughts on 1 Corinthians 14.2 concerning praying in tongues? Okay, let's read out the verse. For one who speaks in a tongue, notice this is speaking. It's not about praying. The Bible never says praying in tongues. For the one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men but to God, for no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the Spirit. Now, context, context, context is key whenever reading the Bible. And we see that what Paul is getting at is that if you speak in a tongue, and a tongue is talking about another earthly language like French, Spanish, Japanese, whatever languages you might that God might give you, and you haven't studied those languages, supernatural gift. If no one there understands what you're saying, you're not speaking to anyone but yourself and God who understands what you're saying. And so therefore be quiet is his point. Read the next verse. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. And so his point is, if no one understands you, there's no point doing saying anything. Because if you you build in a, speak in a tongue, and you just build up yourself if if no one understands you. But if you prophesy in like English, the language that everyone else understands, you build up the church, which is the whole point of the spiritual gifts. It's never to build up self. It's always to build up the church. And so that's the whole point in 1 Corinthians 14. It's not saying that speaking in tongues is a private prayer language. It's saying if you've got no interpreter, be quiet, because the only person who can understand you is God. But it's not saying that you're praying at that point. Okay, um, next question from Carissa, who's asked this. Could you please explain the parable of the dishonest manager depicted in Luke 16, 1 to 12? Sure. So this is a guy who's a manager of an estate, and he's been a bit unfaithful. With the, He's not been a good steward. He's been doing some bad stuff with his management. And so the master comes along and says, well, I'm going to fire you. Give me an accounting of what I still own. And you're out of here by two weeks' notice, basically, right? The thing is this, is that the manager's like, okay, well, I'm fired. What should I do? I'm going to try and make friends with all my master's debtors by halving their debts or lessening their debt by some amount. And then when I lose this job, they'll welcome me into their homes. And so then the, the master actually commends that manager for his, not for his dishonesty, but for his shrewdness. 
his shrewdness. What does shrewdness mean? His wisdom. He's planning for the future. And he says, shouldn't we as Christians do the same? Plan for the future, our eternal future, not temporary future here on this earth, our eternal one. And so Jesus says, the money that you have on this earth, everyone has money, whether you've got two cents or you've got two, $2 million, either way, everyone's got money. What do you do with the money? Jesus says we should make friends by means of unrighteous wealth, meaning with money, so that when the money fails, because money is going to fail, it's going to mean nothing when you're dead or once this world ends. Money means exactly nothing at all. And so with the money you have, you make friends for eternity with that money. How? By going and preaching the gospel, by allowing, maybe supporting missionaries and evangelists to preach the gospel. They, therefore, make more Christians, those Christians will then welcome you into heaven and thank you that you supported that missionary or that evangelist to, um, by your generosity. And that's why they're in heaven, because of what you've given. You've made a friend for eternity. Beautiful picture of how we had to store up treasures in heaven. It actually says they will welcome you into eternal dwellings. The people who have become Christians as a result of your generosity will welcome you into heaven. Ah, oh, that's a beautiful picture, isn't it? Um, and also Chris has asked, what does verse 17 mean of that same chapter? Let's have a quick look, Carissa. For it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one dot of the law to become void. So what that's simply saying is Jesus didn't come along to say, whoops, God didn't mean to give you the law. That was an accident. Let's erase that. He came to fulfill it, to obey it perfectly on our behalf so that it would be completed, done with, so therefore no longer applicable for us to follow. Doesn't mean it's now been erased. We can still go read it to see what laws God did give to Israel for that time, but it's not in force for us today because we're not under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant established in Jesus' blood. And so the laws in the New Testament are what we are to follow. Isaac's asked, is it bad to pray with a hat on? No, you can pray with a hat on. There's, it's not like, like it's basically an interference thing where you can't, like it stops the prayers from going to God. No, God hears your prayers whether you pray in your head with a hat on or with a hat off. There. He has like no signal. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Um, next one from Unfaze. Should we celebrate Father's Day? If you can. Yeah, you can if you want it. You don't have to. If you don't want it, it's up to you, up to your family and whether, whether they actually do that or not. It's just a hallmark holiday. It's not a biblical thing. But if you want to do it, you can. And thank the Lord and also thank your father for, your earthly father, for what he's done in your life. Um, in fact, we had a sermon last night at church on thankfulness. It was a pretty good sermon. I was very thankful for it. Um, and one one point that he made is in the sermon was be thankful to people for what they've done and don't forget to tell them. And that's sometimes what those sort of days are, can be helpful for as a way of saying thank you to your father or to your mother for the things that they've done in your life. Because sometimes we can be thankful for someone and just we haven't told them that we're thankful and they don't know that we're actually thankful for them. So it's good to tell them. All right, this one from Lily. Hey there, I've got a question. 
She says, I'm struggling with the idea of God's sovereignty and human response once they have been exposed to the gospel. How can we reconcile that? Good question, Lily. This is how. They are two truths that are not contradictory. God is sovereign. God is the one who draws people to faith in Christ. That's from his perspective, right? He's, from his perspective, he has to draw someone to faith in order for them to believe. From our perspective, we have to choose to believe the gospel. But they're not contradictory. You choose, you hear the gospel. Who allowed you to hear the gospel? God did. God sent a missionary. God sent a Christian to share the gospel with you. So God allowed that to happen. Why did you choose to believe? Because God softened your heart and made you willing to believe. And that's why when you heard the facts of the gospel, you said, yes, I want that. And you believed it. So from your perspective, yes, you had to believe. But behind the scenes, who was pulling the strings? God was. God was orchestrating all that to happen so that you would believe and that he would lose none of his own. So don't give credit to self for you believe in the gospel. Give all the credit to our great God who made you believe the truth. This one from Dragon. Does the Bible say anything about having an ego or being overly confident? The Bible says be humble. Now, humble doesn't mean just like being sad all the time or just thinking yourself bad all the time. Being humble is thinking of yourself as the Bible describes you to be. And we can have confidence. The Bible says we can have confidence in the Lord because God's word is trustworthy. We don't have to be like, oh, I'm not sure if God's going to do what he said he'll do. No, we can have full confidence in that. And because we have full confidence in that, we can live our life confidently trusting in God. But at the same time, we don't do things for our own glory. Who are we? We don't do things for our own glory. We do it for the one who deserves all glory, God himself. So whether you eat or whether you drink, you do it all to the glory of God. Uh, Next one from Bentley. Is it possible that the Jews worked as slaves to build the pyramids? Yeah. Yeah. Potentially, that's exactly right. If they had a big slave force, that would be very easily how they could have made the pyramids. Um, Many hands make light work, as they say, right? So even though these big blocks of stone are massively heavy, if you've got a lot of people pulling or pushing it on, say, rollers, on, on wood logs, easily you can move it into the right position where you need to go with a dirt ramp, pushing up the dirt ramp to its position. So yeah, potentially the Jews were some of the ones that helped build the pyramids. This one from Trev. When you die, can you become an angel? No, not an option. Because you're not an angel. You're a different being to an angel. You're a human and you'll always be a human. The angels will always be angels. And but you'll, you'll see the angels and you'll be with the angels in heaven. This one from Rutt. Are Christians required to get married at a church specifically? No. There's no requirement to get married at a church building. Because remember, the church is the people. The church is not the building. So you can get married anywhere. But churches are a convenient location because it's already protects you from rain. It's already got pews. 
um, all those sort of things. So generally, churches being made of churches is a good idea, but no, it's not a requirement. This one from Isaac. What's your favorite book in the Bible? And which one is the most underrated? I like Romans. It's maybe one of my favorite books of the Bible. What's an underrated book of the Bible? <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard one to determine. Um, so you're asking, what's a book that's not really talked about much that's still pretty decent? I don't know. Anyone in the stream room have a suggestion on that? Beck? Like underrated, like something that, but it's like good. Hebrews. Okay, so you think that's underrated? People don't really. I think so. I own it. Yes. Steph mentions it all the time. Yeah, but I, like church, I'm thinking in churches and stuff, like preached on and stuff like that. How many? I was going to say James, um, like it, it's quoted for the wrong reasons because they use the word faith without works is dead. But James is a really solid underrated book. Yeah, true. Uh, Event said Esther and Misa said numbers. Hmm. And Corey said Joshua. Very true. All right. Next one from Isaac. I uh, know from Trevor. I have long hair as a man. Do I have to cut it off to put everything for God? It does mention in 1 Corinthians 11 that it's shameful for a man to have long hair. And so, I don't know. You want to see what Paul says about it, what the scriptures say under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit says? Read that. And then I think that will determine what kind of hairstyle would be good for you. This one from Rut, are Jews still God's chosen people? Yes, in that God still chose Abraham and his physical offspring. Now, we've been adopted in, we've been grafted in as spiritual Israel because we have faith. And ultimately, those in the Old Testament, they, it was only those who had faith who were true spiritual Israel. But God still does seem to potentially have a plan for the Jewish people, which Romans 11 seems to indicate. Um, that God will still save a bunch of his people. But just because someone is a descendant of Abraham does not mean they are automatically saved. Okay, um, Rutt has asked, does Galatians 3.29 say that non-Jews have the right to inherit the land of Israel as long as they place their faith in Christ since they share Abraham's faith? Did you know that, yes, they were promised the the land flowing with milk and honey, the promised land, the land of Canaan. But ultimately, that's not even what they were fully promised. That was just a picture of the heavenly land that we are promised. So we're not entitled to the land of Israel. Instead, Hebrews indicates, the book that Beck thought was underrated, that they seek a heavenly city, a heavenly country. If they're talking about the country for which they came, they could have just gone returned back to it. But they seek a heavenly one. That's ultimately what that all pointed to. Not just this little bit of land located in the Middle East. This one from Austin. Is it a sin or considered greedy if I have eight pairs of shoes and I want more shoes because I like shoes? <laughs> uh, it could be a form of idolatry. 
potentially maybe there's you got different wear different shoes for different purposes things like that could be that you're like well my shoes wear out and once they wear out i've got new ones prepared for that so it could be hoarding it could be like i'm building bigger barns like that guy in the bible the story that jesus gave and jesus says what is your life what are your shoes right you're gonna be alive today and tomorrow you may not be alive so i just be aware of that also and good that you are aware of it and see okay if you're spending all this money on shoes is that being a good wise steward of your money so just just be aware of that and maybe an area that god will grow you in uh, this one from event i saw a muslim pointing out mark 10 18 what is the best response to this verse Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Notice what Jesus doesn't say. He doesn't say, I am not good, so why did you call me good? He doesn't make that claim. He just asked me, why do you call me good? Because no one is good except God alone. So he's challenging the man's understanding and saying, are you calling me good because you're realizing I'm God? And so he's seeing why he's asking. He's asking why he's calling him good. It's like this. If someone comes up to me and says, um, oh, hey, programmer man. And I'm like, why'd you call me programmer man? Am I saying that I'm not a programmer? No, I'm not. I'm just asking, why did you call me that? What made you think I am? Is there a label on me? Do I have a name tag? And so in the same way, he's just saying, why'd you call me good? There is no one who's good but God. And as we can see, Jesus clearly affirms himself as being good all throughout his ministry. He never sins, unlike this rich young ruler who did sin. Blue Christian man. There you go. Thanks for that, Chris. Blue Christian man. <laughs> Why do you call me blue Christian man? Because you're wearing blue. Yeah, that's true. All right, this one from Dragon. Are there contradictions in Genesis? Not even a single one. Carlos has asked, if some Jews go to heaven and they're God's people, why shouldn't we call ourselves Jews? Because you're not a physical descendant of Abraham. And Jews don't go to heaven unless they trust in Christ. And they actually then become Christians once they do trust in what Christ has done. Why don't we call ourselves Jews? We're not, we're not ethnically from Israel. But also, secondly, because the disciples were called Christians, and so we should be called Christians as well. It's in the Bible. Kingdoms ask this, on Judgment Day, do Christians who believe in Jesus, do we rise in the sky while the wicked people suffer and get sent to hell? Well, when Jesus returns, Christians who are still alive go into the air. But it doesn't mean the unbelievers are now going to suffer some judgment here. They get judged that very moment as well. They get taken by angels before God's presence to be judged for their sins and then thrown into hell. A lot of people think that there's going to be like all these kind of crazy things are happening on the earth right in the lead up to Jesus. But the Bible actually seems to say that there's peace and security before Jesus comes back. It seems to be, oh, there's peace and security. Then sudden destruction comes, judgment comes. And two more questions from Rut has asked, does modern day Israel belong to the Jews according to the Bible? Well, it's just that it was contingent on their obedience to God. 
the Jewish people generally today are not obedient to God. They lack faith. And so, no, they do have not then have an entitlement to that land if they are not obedient to the Lord, because that covenant of the land was only contingent upon their obedience. Uh, and Dushans asks, wouldn't progressive Christians be heretics because they eat the modern world? They eat the modern world? I'm not sure what that is. Maybe you missed something else. Because they change what Christianity is. I think you see what you're saying. Progressive Christians are those who just throw out the Bible. They don't really care what the Bible has to say. Then, yes, they would not really even be classed as Christians at all. It's Bible trivia time. Let's do this. Okay. Next, uh, first question. Are you ready for this? Alfie's ready. Look at that. He's keen as a bean. Who came by night to see Jesus and ask him a question? Who was that? Beck, Beck. Did you just randomly call on me? Yeah, because no one's raising their hand. They're oh. Like, <laughs> um, did I stump you all? The first question. <laughs> Um, this is one of those things where my brain tends to think of another word. I'm like, don't say that word. Say the proper word. Nicodemus. There it is. <laughs> yes, Nicodemus. And what did Jesus say to Nicodemus? That's quite famous. How many? Well, he said you must be born again, but I think you're referring to John 3.16. I wasn't thinking of John 3.16. I was talking about, because oh. I don't think John 3.16 is in the context of Nicodemus. Uh, that's a bit oh. later. But yeah, you're right. It is that you must be born again, which does not refer to baptism, in case anyone is wondering. So you're, you're right, Harmony. No need to hide. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, what food were they to eat at the Passover, on that very first Passover? Carissa. Lamb. Lamb, yes. Good old lamb. They had to make sure they picked the right size lamb, maybe shared it with a few households, and they were not allowed any leftovers. No leftovers for lunch the next day. They had to eat the entire lamb that very night. And actually, on that very note, when they ate the Passover, they had to be wearing something on their feet. What did they have to wear on their feet? Harmony's confused. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Beck? What else would you wear on your feet but sandals? <laughs> Correct. They had to eat the Passover meals meal with sandals on. And their belt buckled. Was that so they couldn't eat too much, Beck? <laughs> because the reason why is because they had to be ready for the escape that happened the next day. And that's why the Jewish people, um, it was that even that night they left. But the Jewish people, whenever they have the Passover, they now they still eat with their shoes on, their sandals on, and their belts buckled. Okay, learn new things every day. Eh? Next question. Um, I asked this the other day. I'm gonna see if you guys remember. 
In the book of Revelation, it describes how many elders that are surrounding the throne of God. Carissa. Not 12. How many? Uh, 400. Not 400. Beck. 42. Not 42. So you guys are... It's in between all of what you said. It's not 12. It's greater than 12. It's less than 400 and definitely less... And also less than 42. How many elders are surrounding the throne? How many? 24. 24. 24. You got it. Well done. Good job. There, Misa and Austin getting that one. I was like, it's a multiple of it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I went too far. <laughs> you did go too far. Yeah. Okay. Who said this line? Behold, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Who said that line? Carissa. John the Baptist. Yes, John the Baptist. And speaking of John the Baptist, what did John the Baptist wear? How many? Camel fur with a leather belt. Nice work. And so he's ready as well for the Passover every year. He's got his belt on. Um, and where did John baptize? What river? Beck. The Jordan. Yeah, the Jordan River. What food did John the Baptist eat? How many? Locusts and wild honey. Hmm. Now, honey, I can understand that. Locusts, swap it with peanut butter, good combination. <laughs> okay, um, next question. Maybe locusts taste like peanut butter. I'm not sure, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure if it would. Would you prefer that, Beck? If you have a choice, locusts and honey or peanut butter and honey on toast, what would you prefer? I can eat peanut butter and honey, so... <laughs> okay, good. Now, John the Baptist was accused of having something inside of him by the Pharisees who didn't like him. What did they accuse him of having inside of him because of the fact that he was out in the desert and ate locusts and wild honey? How many? A demon. You would be correct. But on the other hand, Jesus was called something else because Jesus lived a kind of normal life and ate and drank and did normal things. Still didn't sin. What was Jesus accused of being? Beck. Glutton and a drunken. Yeah. Well done, well done. So they didn't like John because he didn't eat normal food. They didn't like Jesus because he did eat normal food. Well, then who do you like? Basically, they just didn't like the truth, is what they didn't like. Okay, let's do some bonus questions. <laughs> Ian said, deep fried locust dipped in honey. 
and he's got the mmm like tasty emoji. You tell us what it tastes like there, Ian. <laughs> Can report back to us. Beck, what's your question? Okay, which uh, which prophet confronted David about his sin of adultery? How many? Nathan. Yes. And how did you do it? Bonus, sorry. <laughs> I don't mind who answers. You can answer. Yeah, he told him a parable of someone, a poor person with a single sheep and a guy that was wealthy and he had multiple sheep and the guy had a guest coming over. So he took the poor guy's sheep or the little lamb and made it into a meal. And David was fumed. He was furious about that and said that this person should be put to death. And Nathan said, that's you. This is you. You are the man. Famous line, you are the man. Carissa, what's your question? I am piggybacking off of what Beck's question was. Who was Bathsheba's husband that David, um, yeah, oh, had killed. That's, sorry, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Yep. Who was Bathsheba's husband who David had killed? Yep, right. That would be Uriah the Hittite. All right, let's go to Harmony. All right, this is a fill in the blank. Jesus wore this so that we could one day throw R at his feet. Now he wore this. It was it was prickly. It was thorny. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> he wore a crown of thorns that we might throw our crowns at his feet. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Good questions. And I think we got Mr. Paul. Have you got a question for us too? Let's see if he can. And then we're going to get into the. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Your question, no. Paul. What's your question? I've been man? busy work mode. Okay. How many Instagram messages are we currently dealing with? Tell us how many, Paul. <laughs> 294. Unread. Wow. <laughs> it's insane. And uh, have you got like a joke one for us uh, as well? Oh, joke one. No, I haven't. Really no, you don't have to do a joke one. But you can... I've been busy. Uh, look, let's keep it easy. Um, how many books? How many chapters are in Amos, and how do you remember it? Going back in the past here, how do we remember how many chapters are in Amos? Uh, Chris up. Nine, because Amos starts with A, and if you lowercase A, you just make a little tail, and it becomes a number nine. Correct. Yeah, so you guys understand that? You got the A. You know how A goes like that? Just drop, drop it down a little bit. Looks like a nine. There's nine chapters in Amos. Thanks for that, Paul. It's time for the song of the week. You guys excited for this? I am. Yes, that's right. Okay, we've done some songs recently. 
We've done the five sola, John 3.16, Ephesians 2.8.9, Galatians 2.20, and 1 John 4.10. If you guys have been tracking along with us, you now know what at least four verses of the Bible um, off by heart. That's pretty epic. And we're teaching you a new one every week. It could be one verse or two verses, maybe even three verses. Um, so that's good. Let's get some desk drums and ukuleles happening right now. So how many? John 3.16. Can you do John 3.16 for us? Paul, yeah. you got Ephesians 2.8.9. Carissa, you got Galatians 2.20. Sounds like a plan. And then I'll do first John 4.10. We'll go in that order. All right, let's go. All right. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him uh, will not perish but have eternal life. Uh, John 3, 3.16 Alright, here we go. Welcome aboard. Guilty Sinners is the song just for you. For by grace you have been saved through faith And this is not your own doing It is the gift of God, not a result of works So that no one may boast Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Come and train Steve, Alfie, and Ian, and anyone else that wants to learn how to share the gospel. Right. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 So good. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. And sent his son to bear the wrath for our sins. First John four verse ten. Alright, and I'm doing five solos. Okay. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for the glory of <laughs> so good, everyone. Give them all a round of applause. That was so good. Did you guys sing along with us? Did you remember the words, the tune? We're doing that repetition thing because it helps you get into your head. It won't be long before you are sleep talking those verses. Hey, Beck. All right. Well, this week's song. Beck, you're going to have to reveal it and play it for us a few times. So over to you, Beck. 
and she's going to put the words on the screen as well so this is a key thing so listen to it but then read it and try and say it along sing it along with becca she does it okay i think this is our longest one so far yeah it's a, it's a biggie but it'll be good um two verses ephesians 1 13 and 14 and this is a helpful verse to to know okay <laughs> let's go um in him you also that you uh sing along with the the words on the screen so at least try and say them as best you can okay <clears throat> Sounding so good, Beck. It's a really good one. And Steve, no, it's not too hard. It's not too hard. Just listening to it a few times, you'll get it. Uh, just like you've got the other ones really well. So Beck, the chords for this one, are they CG, CGF? Is it? That's the chords I use, but they're all in like C, yeah, F, C, G. C, it's mostly F, C, G, C, that kind of order. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so is formulating the desk drums as we speak for this song. <laughs> um, and Harmony, you've been practicing it a little bit too. Do you want to try it out, Harmony? I don't want to butcher it, but I, I'd be happy to try <laughs> Okay. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it. To the praise of his glory, Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14. I messed up so bad. 
Yeah, that sounded pretty good. That sounded pretty good. Now, the reason why we selected this particular verse is because it's really good on when you receive the Holy Spirit. So many people think, oh, you get the Holy Spirit at baptism or some sort of later experience. But according to this verse, it's when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him. That is when you received the promised Holy Spirit. Okay, Beck, do you want me to give it a shot as well? Okay, I'll put the verse on the screen. I don't so, have to run over there anymore. <laughs> oh, we got two different ukuleles. That is pretty cool. <laughs> God is kind. There you go. The verse is on the screen for you guys now. Let's see if I can play this. So what's FCG? In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Uh, Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory ephesians 1 verses 13 and 14. okay paul do you want to give it a try man <laughs> yeah all right i'll give it a go I, I, I hope i don't jam it up i'm jamming it up in a little bit so it's First time, maybe third time now. Let's see if we go. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, we're sealed with the promise, Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance. Until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14. <laughs> Nearly. Good job there, Paul. Well done. Carissa, your turn. Well, haven't quite figured out the rest of us. So I need to work on that. But, and I don't know if I have the song full either, but I will try. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance. <laughs> Um, until we acquire possession of it. That was terrible. To <laughs> I completely lost it. I'm sorry. Hey, well done, Carissa. Not too bad. Getting there, getting there. Beck, can you play it for us again? And maybe do it um, a cappella if you can, and then do it with the ukulele. Okay, no, no, yeah. uh, no ukulele, and then with the ukulele. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, was sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, 
Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it? To the praise of his glory. Ephesians 1 verses 13, 13 and 14. Yep. That's so good. I feel like I changed the... the, the uh... So how are you going with that, Steve and Alfie and Cooper, Dushan? You guys singing along, getting the tune a little bit? Try it again this time as Beck does it with the music. So much easier. I can try a bit slower as well. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, was sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. So good. Sounds so good. Yes, it is day one. So don't be ashamed if you're like, oh, I'm struggling. That's okay. It was scary to ride your bike for the first time, wasn't it? But now you can do it confidently. And so that's the same thing with a new verse. And maybe like, oh, that's a big verse. Hard tune. Won't be long before it will be stuck in your head. Yeah. Beck, it's a good song. And Beck, you're going to post... The chords into the Discord, and also you're going to post the recording into the Discord, so you guys can actually just put on repeat in the in the audio file there, and that will help you to get into your head too. Segment of the day channel. Segment of the day on the Discord. If you guys aren't part of the Discord channel or the server, make sure you do. Um, that way you get to see it. And all this week we'll be we're playing this one, so you'll hopefully get it into your head in no time. It's a great verse. I love it. We receive the Holy Spirit and he, at the moment we believe, and the Holy Spirit is that deposit, that guarantee, a guarantee from God of that in inheritance in heaven. I like it. All right, well, it'll be good for us to pray and then we'll get into some more chats. Paul, can you pray for us, man? Certainly. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word that's been given to us to observe and look at. And it's so great that we can uh, commit this to memory through song. And uh, we pray that you get glory in all of this um, because it is enjoyable for us to do. And uh, we're so thankful that we can do this. So um, we just encourage others out there too as well that hear this song, that they can commit that to memory and they learn the words uh, for your truth and that we have it embedded into our hearts. And uh, we pray for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Paul. If you guys agree with that prayer, please do type amen in the chat. Amen. All right, let's get into some gospel conversations. Here we go. 35,000 people on. May God save this next person. Lord, connect me with whoever you want me to speak with. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey there. What's up, bro? Hey there. 
What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, how's, how's your day? Good, man. Alhamdulillah. How about you? Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So can I ask you, do you think, you? like, do you believe in God yourself? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Of course. As well. Believe in one God. One yeah, creator one of the whole universe. One Allah. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I believe there's only one God too, absolutely. And I think that after we die, there's going to be a heaven and hell we could go to, either heaven or hell. Me too. I believe that too, absolutely. Okay, nice. Which one do you think you'll go to? I don't know. Only only God knows that. Only Allah knows that. Okay. Yeah, he knows that. He, but it he, depends he, on he's our, making the it, judgment. But at the same time, he's also told us his exactly. rules that he wants us to live by. He gave us the guidelines, right? Yeah, and so we can say that if we break his laws, then we would deserve a punishment from him, right? Yep, I agree with you. Yeah, and depending that, on our actions, we will be judged. And that would be hell, we'll be, right? If we sin against God, we break his laws, we deserve his punishment, which would be hell. Exactly. Blasphemy. If you do that, so, so not only just blasphemy, like for example, like God says that we shouldn't lie. Have you ever told a lie before? I mean. Lying is a, a sin, yeah, but it's not like one of the major sins. It's not like you know, like <clears throat> making partners with God. I believe that's a, that's one of the uh, unforgivable sin. Okay. Like worshiping worshiping anyone else besides God. So that idolatry is a sin. I agree. I agree. Idolatry is a sin, but I don't think there's like category of yeah, this is really serious. This is not serious. So this doesn't matter. I think all sins are very serious. Doesn't mean they're all the same, but. Um, all sins are still serious that God doesn't want us to do even a single lie, right? I mean, nobody's perfect, you know? We all try, right? I understand, I understand. But, but if, God, if, but if you try, if you put... God wants us to not sin if it, at all. Yeah, if, if, we, if we try, like, well, you know, we put an effort and we try, but if sin happens, you know, it just happened. You don't it's know like, on purpose. It, it's like somebody who, but, who says, look, I just tried not to break the law, but I just did. It doesn't matter if you try not to. He still gets punished for breaking the law. Yeah, but if you ask him to forgive him, he forgive you. He's the most merciful. Yeah, but just right? like in society, if a criminal's found guilty of breaking the law, if he asks for forgiveness, it would be a bad judge who just said, yeah, it doesn't matter what you've done. You're free to go. A good judge will say, yes, you should be sorry, but you're guilty. I must punish you for what you've done wrong. Right? Yep. So, so like, lies, what about this? Like, have you ever, mm -hmm. have, have you ever used bad language? People lie. People use bad language. We all do that. You know. That's, I understand. It's common. It's a, very common. That's true. But we shouldn't think. We shouldn't say that's therefore okay to do it. We still have sinned against Almighty God. No, I'm not, that, I'm not saying that's right. That's that's wrong. Right. That's, that's sin. Yeah. Okay. What about this? Have you ever deceiving people? What about even like looking at a woman to lust after? Have you ever done that before? Well, I believe in my religion, in Islam, that exposing my sins, that's also one of the major sins. So if I do a sin, if I do anything bad, that's between me and God. I repent to him, I turn back to him. But if I tell, like you're asking me, and I tell you, I did this, I drink, I fornicate, that's one of the major sins. I'm, I'm exposing my sin. But that's harmful. You know what I mean? Okay. That, okay. Well, at exposing least, your at least sin, that's one of the major sins. Okay, well, at least you know in your mind that that you and I have both done, <coughs> you know, many sins. In no, we all do sins. Nobody perfect. Right. Every human being does sins. We, we all know. Okay, that, so then if, if God is to judge you then based on all those things, do you think that you'd be found based on our action, yeah. or guilty? 
What do you mean? Say it again. So if God was to judge you based on all those actions we just mentioned, would you be found as innocent or guilty? Well, if I if I follow his path, if I if I, if I try, you know, if I if I try following all his all um his rules, I'll be going to heaven. Yeah. But but hold up, but but notice we haven't. We've just described at least three things that we've done that are uh, wrong. We've broken his rules in these three areas, if not many other areas as well. So then, we're we're not innocent of breaking his law. Do you see how we're guilty of breaking God's law? People do break his laws, yeah. What about not just people, but you and I have personally broken God's laws, right? Obviously. Yeah, so if we've broken God's laws, we're found guilty, therefore. Therefore, do we deserve to be rewarded or punished? Well, if you do bad deeds, if me and you, if we do bad deeds and we die without even repenting, without even asking for forgiveness, then obviously we'll be punished. But even asking forgiveness won't won't clear the bad deeds we've done because we've still done what's evil. Yeah, yes, it does. Wrong thing. It does clear the bad fine. deeds. But why? Why do you when think? You why do you think asking forgiveness would get rid of your bad deeds? Because Allah tells us in the Quran. I understand that's what a, that he said. He said that all I understand people, that may be what a particular religion says, but I think we've got to look at it because that. other religions will say opposite to that. And so you got to figure out well, which which one we're going to believe. And well, so I believe there's only one. Of them. I believe there's only one God. I understand, but God's given God's made uh, given us a logical mind, right? So we can think logically, and and we can then determine using logic to see well, would that work in reality? Would asking for forgiveness get rid of the bad that I've done? Yes. So I, I gave the example the in the court of be... law. If a criminal does some serious crimes, he's found guilty, and he says, Judge, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. Would a good judge okay. let the criminal go free? Uh, so I believe that when 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 we do good deeds, it removes the bad deeds. Some of the good deeds, it, it uh, I understand that's removes what you the believe. bad deeds. I understand that's what you believe, yeah. but I'm saying from a logical But I also believe that God is the most merciful. He's the most gracious. But, we're not, the we're most not asking, the most... but I'm not asking what you believe. I'm asking from a logical perspective. Would a good judge... Yeah, if a log- law, even you. If you ask him for forgiveness, he's going to forgive you. So, so no, hold on. Did you hear my question? I think you missed what I said. I said, in a court of law, if a criminal's found guilty of doing serious crimes, he then asks that judge in the court of law for forgiveness. Is the judge just going to let him go free, or is he going to still punish him for his crimes? He's gonna punish him, but that's right. just that's human being. Because there's none, there's none convertible. Right. Yeah. And so then, if, if the judge, if the judge says, "Oh yeah, you're free to go, no punishment, despite the horrible crimes you've done," that's a really bad judge, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And we both agree, he's <clears throat> not a bad judge. No, which means no, he's not. Asking because he's God. Because he... right, God is not a bad judge, which means asking forgiveness will not get you off the hook for the wrong you've done. Do you see that? So God is God. He's a creator, right? He created us. Yeah, but we know that he's not a human beings. Human beings are human. Every human being does sins. Even the judge himself does sins, right? Yeah. So human beings are cruel. God is not cruel. God is not unjust. He's the most just. Exactly. He tells us. He tells us if we ask for forgiveness, he's gonna forgive us. He said, "Come back to me. Turn back to me. Ask me. I grant you. I forgive you." But, but people be, don't turn back to him. That's a problem. You just said, but you just said God is not going to be unjust. He's not going to be a bad judge. That would be he's a not bad, unjust. He's if, just. if a criminal does that in a court of law, 
He admits I've done all this. Yeah, but that's the judge. That's a human being. That's not. It's not God, right? I understand. The that's similarity is this. The similarity is it's unjust for the judge to ignore the crime. No, 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 no. God, God is God. See what I'm trying to say? You're you're, you're thinking. I understand what you say. I understand what you're saying. Right, and that's. But you're comparing. You're comparing a human being judged to God. Because because what I'm comparing, no, 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 what I'm comparing is not the human being. What I'm comparing is justice itself. The concept of justice comes from God, not from human beings. And and we therefore know that. So if I if if, that if if a criminal if a judge (coughs) a criminal go free, it's unjust and therefore not good, and that's that's bad. And we, we both agree God is not unjust, so therefore he's not going to act in an unjust way. It would be unjust okay, so you, if God so, let you go free simply because you asked for forgiveness because you're getting away with your crime. Who's, you're not getting punished for what you've done wrong. So you're telling me that I have, no, I have to go to hell no matter what. I can't go to heaven even if I ask for forgiveness. I shouldn't, trust it. I shouldn't trust in God. No, what I'm I saying should just lose hope in God. Is that what no, you're I'm not saying lose hope in God. What I'm trying to say is don't put your trust in asking for forgiveness to get you to heaven because that's not going to work. But there's another What's going to work? Makes more What's going to work? Yeah, yeah. What's going to work? Money? Gonna... Giving ransom? No. To God? Giving money, doing good deeds won't fix it either because that doesn't cover the bad. That's like that's like bribery. God's not going to accept a bribe, right? What what what, what do you think? What's going to what's going to help sure. you out there? So I think what we need is we need God to solve our problem for us. Now, he can only do it by remaining just and also then showing mercy. And so in order to remain, to remain just, he's willing to bear the punishment we deserve so that we don't have to bear it, that satisfies justice, and so then we can receive his mercy and be led into heaven. Right? Because if, let's say, so if somebody... So if I- Let's say you get a speeding if I, if fine, I, right? You get a speeding fine, thousand dollars. You don't have enough money to pay it, but I decide to pay a thousand dollars for you on your behalf. How much is left for you to pay? What's that again? So if you owe a thousand dollars for breaking the law, right? You didn't have enough money, so I decide to pay the thousand dollars for you. How much is left for you to pay then? Five thousand, you said. Well, or, or five thousand? Yeah, let's say five thousand is the fine, right? So. I pay it on your behalf. I pay all of it. How much is left for you? Four thousand. No, I paid all. Let's say I paid all of it, hundred percent of it. How much is left for you to pay? If you pay hundred, hundred percent, you said. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, nothing, zero. Nothing, exactly. And so that satisfied justice. The law has been satisfied, and you're now free of your fine. And that's what we. But need. I don't get it. Was it was a. So what I'm trying to say is that, that, that's what we need. So we have a hell fine that we deserve for our sins. Asking for forgiveness won't clear it. Good deeds won't fix it. So instead, we need someone who could bear the hell punishment or pay that fine that we deserve on our behalf. Because if so, who's gonna? Who's, so if I do a sin, instead yeah. of me going to hell, who's gonna go to hell for me? Well, we need God Himself to bear it for huh? us. God Himself. We need God to take the punishment in our place. No, he, he. Why would? Why would? God doesn't do sins, right? God, I God is God. God doesn't do sins, but that's why. So I God, do, God created I hell. How can? How can he be punished? Yeah, because he oh, can that. choose to show so much. I guess do something so sacrificial that he would die for his own saying, creations to actually what, save what, them. God, God doesn't die. He's He's uncreated. I agree. I he's, agree. He's, he has I no agree. beginning. He has no ending. He created hell and heaven. How can he be going to hell? That does not make sense what you're saying. So, so I know, I'm not saying that he went to hell, but that he took the punishment. He created hell. Hell is like a little tiny, you know. 
I understand. I understand. Well, please don't. But but if God was to take a hundred percent of your punishment <coughs> that you deserve, how much what? punishment? Is it possible? What you're saying? Well, is it possible? He cannot. Follow, follow my logic, and then we'll, we'll explain what I mean. So if someone, does, if God does take a hundred percent of your punishment, how much punishment is left for you? What are you talking about, bro? God cannot. There's no question. Try um, follow the logic, and then and then I'll show you what I mean. I if can't follow the logic. That logic makes no sense, bro. God created hell. God cannot be punished. What are you talking about? God punished people. Yes, but can God choose to? So you're telling me? Okay, let's come back to the judge again. Can, can so, so if I if I kill someone, sacrificial thing, for, a very kind thing for his own creation, can God do a kind thing for his own creation? No, you don't not, not, that's not kind. kind. So God's not. God kind. is the most merciful. He's kind. Yes, well, he's go. the most so kind. Can God do a kind act for his own creation? Like what? Well, can he do any kind, of, any kind act that he wants to do for his own creation? Yeah, he sends he sends mercy right. upon us, and so therefore he could even say, "Look, I'm willing." But he can't go to hell to bear your punishment Let's... on your behalf, bro. God, God, what are you talking about, bro? God doesn't feel the pain, bro. God, God is God. He's all God... powerful. I understand, and since he he's all powerful, God could. Do How can he die? He created us. He God wasn't created. He's uncreated. I agree, but God can therefore take on a physical body. If he's got all power, he can also take no, on a physical body. No, that, that's dumb, bro, what you're saying, bro. That does not make no sense, bro. It does. You like, agree that he's all powerful. He's, he's all powerful, but he cannot feel the pain. He cannot feel the fire, bro. He created the fire. So he doesn't have the ability? He Everything belongs to him. Everything prostrate to him. He tells us to ask him for forgiveness, bro. Does he have the we need to follow what he tells us. We need to follow the Quran, what he tells us. Well, the Quran is, but the Quran is not what God is not God's word. Quran is the Quran is the word of God. It's no, not. It's not the truth. But there's no. But there's it? no good reason to think that. There's no reason to think that. Well, if you if you believe, you're gonna you're gonna have it. If you disbelieve the Quran, then you're gonna go to hell, bro. Well, but we've already figured out is then it? that. But you and I have already done things that are sinful. We've already broken God's law, and therefore we. Both yeah, but I believe I ask you, I ask wait, forgiveness, and I, wait, I I believe that you forgive my sins. I understand, but we've already answered that as well. Asking forgiveness does not make any sort of sense. That would be unjust. No, I never agreed on that. I was listening to you. I, never I understand. Agreed on I understand that. you don't agree, but that's because you're just holding to what your book says. But that's because not what you're saying. It, it that, that does not make any sense. You think God is just a human being, or right? just some kind of. Uh, I'll finish explaining what I mean. So don't interrupt. I'll finish explaining what I mean, and then you can tell me what you think of it. So basically, because <coughs> we deserve hell, um, our <coughs> deeds can't fix it, our asking can't fix it, God is so loving and merciful that he says, I will take your punishment. And the way that he takes our punishment for us. Where he say he take, he, he take us punishment? Well, let me finish, that? and then you can tell me what you think, right? So... He took our punishment by becoming a human in the person of Jesus 2,000 years ago. He then died on a cross, rose back to life three days after that. Oh, I see on, where you're going now. So, But on the cross, that is where Jesus took the punishment we deserve. And so that if he takes Bro, your punishment... We're not you, talking about... Wait, just quickly, if, if Jesus takes all that punishment you deserve, you'd get to go where when you die, if he does that for you. But that does not make sense, bro. Where would you go? Heaven, Jesus right? can, did you Jesus say, is not God, bro. Is the answer heaven? Is the answer heaven to that question? Bro. Okay. My question to you is did you what we were talking about. Though. You can ask yours. So if Jesus does take your hell punishment, where do you go when you die? Heaven or hell? He won't. He does not. That's He's alive. If. I said it's an if. Even for no, there's no if. No soul will bear the burden of another soul. The Quran tells us. I don't believe that. 
I understand. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot continue with something that I don't believe. Instead of, instead of just holding on to what you've, you've believed for maybe. No, why he's, he's innocent. Why would he take the, okay. So you're telling me that he he died for, you know, everybody's sins. So that means people can just rape and murder and everything. They're not going to be punished for that. This is why I'm telling this, this message because you've actually got to accept it yourself. The way you accept this is, but you've got to trust that he took all. Except what bro? Except what? You got to trust Except that, what? that you're going to heaven, not because of anything you've done, not because you've prayed, but no, bro, that's not okay. Let me, let's, let's go back right. to judge what the example right. that you were giving earlier. So, so that's why I'm saying it's not automatic. You've actually got to accept it for yourself. If you don't accept, accept what? it, you got to accept, accept the lie, accept this gift that Jesus is offering you of him taking your punishment for you. No, he never said that. He never said he that. Did. You, you have. You're fabricating a lie against him. Have you have you read the words of Jesus that was written two thousand years ago? Bro, that don't exist anymore. The Injil does not exist anymore. The Bible today uh, is yes, not the word does. of God. The Bible is yes, contradiction. The Bible yes, that it states. does. Have you read it? Have you actually read it for yourself? How would how can I read it if that don't exist anymore? It, because why do you think it doesn't exist anymore? What do you mean the words of Jesus? The words of God he put it in the why, he put it in his why own. Why don't you think the Injil exists anymore? Because the people corrupted it for fleeting where, gain, where, where for money. What, what evidence do you have of that? Huh? Quran. You, Quran is not, is not, it's been consistent. It's not being yeah, changed. Hold on, hold on, um, hold on. But there's not a single piece of evidence that says that the Bible has been corrupted or changed. There's not. That's Bible, okay. That's just there, there is, there is evidence. There is what, evidence. What you know evidence? What? Give me, give me some evidence right now. The Bible is contradicting the mistakes. Where? That's the evidence. Where? A lot of mistakes. Go, come on. The, right, let me, have let me you read? You. Have you bothered to read the entire Bible? Entire Bible? Yeah. I don't need to read the entire Bible. Okay, so then, I don't. I don't. So, I don't, I don't, I don't so then, instead of claiming the Bible has contradictions without you even reading it, Bible does have, bro. Yes, I read the Bible. The, Not the whole Bible, obviously, because then, the Bible has like 66, 66 versions, bro. No, it doesn't. Bible's not one book. <laughs> huh? It's, it does. It does. It does. No, it's got 66 books, not 66 versions. Very different things. Bro, but whatever, let me, man. Let me just say this, though, is that instead but the, but of the whole, claiming... Okay, there's a verse in the Bible the Bible's, that just... Just hold on. Instead of claiming the Bible has contradictions without even reading it, I, I encourage you to actually do that. Be I can show you. I can show you. I've read it. I've read it. I can tell you so many. Well, let me ask you, I can tell you so many. If, what is Open the, the Bible. Open the if Bible. You've read, if you've read the Bible, can, can I ask you, what is the book of Romans about? Just give me a quick summary. With Don't the ask me no questions. I'm telling you, you, you said prove me. Show me the contradictions. I just, I'm, and I I'm telling called, you. I just called you a bluff. You said you've read the Bible. I asked you, what's the book of Romans about? I read the Bible, but I haven't I haven't memorized the whole Bible. I haven't read the whole I'm Bible. Not even asking you to, I'm not even asking you to quote it to me. Bro, the Bible is wrong. The Bible is wrong. Romans. And so can I encourage you, man, instead of just blindly following what you were, grew up believing? And no, I can probably even point out mistakes in the book of Romans. My encouragement <laughs> is to actually go and be open-minded to look into the evidence. That's what Bro, I had to do for myself. Are you gonna live? Are you gonna live your life based on a book that 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 has contradictions? It hasn't got a single one. I've read the Bible. I read the Bible. Bro, every day. it does. You see, you're too afraid to open your own Bible. That's why you keep you keep. I read it keep every jumping. day. I read it every no, single no, day. I've been doing it for don't, many years. No, you don't. But okay, uh, let me okay. Let me ask you a question. The entire thing. Why do I need to read the entire seventy books? Because you said. <laughs> Well, there's not seventy books because yeah, because the word of God is only one book. The Quran is only one book. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the actual word of God. But so, but so, if you don't want to be, if you don't want to have a reasonable discussion, if you don't want to be like kind of open minded. Oh, I'm having a discussion, but but you too afraid to open your own Bible. 
Not at all. I read it every single You're saying day. something that yeah. God will go to hell, blah, blah, blah. And he's saying God died and then given the judge example earlier. Okay, let's come back to judge. Yeah. So sorry. so if I kill someone, if I kill someone um, <clears throat> and the judge is going to sentence me to death, and, um, we've, already, we've already gone over this topic already, though, and the, and I gave you the example what? of if you broke the law, you were given a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Okay? So Jesus and died for other people's and sin. Then, and then I paid the five thousand dollar fine. You had <coughs> okay. So if I do a crime, why not someone else? Why not someone else on my behalf can go to um, prison? Well, why it's gotta be that, me? Because that's I gave you the example. If you do a crime, you're given a five thousand dollar fine. I can pay the five thousand dollar fine, and therefore you got no more to pay. Okay, so you can pay the fine. What about if I kill someone? If I if I do a, um, we've already, I mean, we've already answered this. We've already answered this. You just keep going around. No, that's fine. That's that's a little thing you're talking about. Go around in circles, because I think you have a blind allegiance to the Quran without any rational basis to say that the Quran no, bro. is true. No, I'm not. Okay, let, let's not talk about the Quran. Let's talk about the Bible. What? By your book, your own because I'm your book, your own book, your own book has fifty thousand contradictions, bro. Name one. It's not one. It's not name two. It's fifty thousand. It's not a single contradiction. Can you name a single? It is, bro. I'm, I'm telling one. you, but you're too afraid to. You're too afraid to look it up right now. You're too afraid to open your own book. Not at all. Name one. You haven't given. I'm waiting, and there's it's just nothing. Yes, yes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Ah, look at open it. You have to look up. Okay, so you have to go and look at a. What list. do you mean? No, I have it, bro. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> but so. I don't think you actually re want to have a reasonable discussion. So what I'll do, I'll encourage you to check out our YouTube live. You can maybe listen into the next conversation. Bro, okay. Open our um... <laughs> That is that. Oh, it's contradictions. Name one. Silence. 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 Because that's the thing is that he doesn't actually care about truth. He's just like, well, my Quran says this. So what is about the Buddhist book that says that? Why don't why you believe the Buddhist book? Ultimately, it goes back to because he was raised as a Muslim. That is not the basis of truth, just because you're raised a certain religion. Let's pray for him. Heavenly Father, may you soften that man's heart. May you bring him to the truth. Thank you that he got to hear the gospel today. And Lord, even though he wanted to mock the gospel and, and, and call your gift foolish, Lord, may you bring him to his senses and realize that he does deserve your punishment and no amount of asking forgiveness could ever cleanse him of his sins. So may he you bring him in and save him. In Jesus' name, amen. By your perfect sacrifice I've been brought near Your enemy you've made you a friend Pouring out the riches of your glorious grace Your mercy Ah, uh, it's so interesting how Muslims like to say, "Oh, the Bible's been changed. Prove it." Uh, 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 nothing. They have not got a single piece of evidence to substantiate that. Because, it, and I've chatted to a Muslim before. I put a video out about it a little while ago. When I was chatting to some Muslims, said, "Hey, look, think about this from a logical perspective." And they're like, "No, Islam is not a logical religion." I'm like. At least you're agreeing with it. These are Muslims themselves saying Islam is not a logical religion. All right, let's keep on going. Let's see uh, who else God has for us to, to speak with. Let's go. Hey there. 
Hey, what's up, brother? Yo, man. Hey, do, Yo, you, believe, do you believe in Jesus? No, I'm looking for my boy Jesus. Yeah, okay. Well, what do you mean you're looking for him? What do you mean by that? I have the tag Jesus because I'm looking for my boy Jesus. Okay, all right. And so do you think that you'll go to heaven? I don't want to. I want to find my boy Jesus. Yeah, well, he's in heaven. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Yo, how you doing? Yo, well, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Hey, can I ask you, do you think that, it says we both like Jesus, which is cool. So do you do you believe in Jesus as well? Wait, wait. I'm only going to tell you this once, and this is a confirmation. Aliens confirmation. and demons come from hell. Don't okay. spread any good news about them. So, so do you think you'll go to heaven? So hey. Yo, what's up? You look like you're part of the Aryan race. No, I'm just a normal human being, man. But do you, do you, you believe in like Jesus yourself? Do you believe I don't know. I'm in the middle. In the, in the middle of what? I need some scientific evidence. Yeah, of, of what? Of Jesus? Of or? his existence. Well, we've got good historical evidence of it. That's why even the most skeptical historians would affirm that Jesus was a real person and that he got crucified by Pontius well, Pilate. No, so, I believe that happened, but I don't know if that was Jesus. That could have just been some dude like you. No, it was definitely Jesus. As I said, the most skeptical historians... Um, Atheistic oh. historians affirm that Jesus was a real person. Jesus of Nazareth, real person, died on the cross. Yeah, but was he really the son of God? Well, that's the thing. you got to look at his um, his actions to see what did he do and what did he say. Okay. I could get gunned down. I could get gunned down the street. Are you are you someone who, though, is open to evidence in terms of wanting to be – do you want to be convinced that there is – that Jesus is the son of God? Or? Well, I don't want to be convinced of anything. Why, why is that? Are you afraid to be convinced of Jesus? No. And why no, I believe I believe that 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 guy in that time period was real. I just don't know who was really Jesus. You know what I mean? Like the Jesus of uh, the Son of God, Jesus. Yeah, well, I believe that he's real. That's what he claimed. He claimed he is, and he did amazing miracles to prove that he is. Rising from the dead, walking on water, healing sick people. Yeah, but see, that's the part where no, there's no evidence of that at all. Oh, actually, I beg to differ. Have you looked at the historical accounts from those who were there, who saw him do these actions? Listen, I've smoked crack before. I've seen crazy things happen too. Like, yeah, the difference is these weren't people on drugs. Hey, can I ask you a question? Ask away. Hey, how you doing? Hey, we both like Jesus. Uh, do you like Jesus yourself? Uh, I do, yes. Oh, good, man. Good. So do you think that you'll go to heaven? I think, I don't know, It's a, obviously I've sinned a lot during my life and I've tried to counteract that and stuff like that. Like I do believe Jesus died for our sins and wholeheartedly I do believe that I will go to heaven. It's just I've done a lot of stuff in my life that it might just, as much as Jesus died for our sins and he's the son of God and, you know, as much as I believe in that I should go to heaven, it's just I'm still not 100% sure if I will or not. Hmm, yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. We have all done many sins in our life. And so if God was to judge us, judge you just based on how you've lived, would you say you deserve heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah, definitely. So we, we've done a lot of bad now. things. Like I grew up in Scotland, so I changed the accent because people don't obviously understand me. 
Okay. So uh, speaking an English accent, so people can remember that. But uh, I've okay. struggled a lot in life, yeah. and um, done a lot of bad things growing up. I went to a Catholic school, but I wasn't Catholic myself. Mm. I didn't feel like I fit in. I was a Roman Catholic school as well. Probably doesn't help the situation because <laughs> they're kind of you know they're full force. Like you need to believe this to come here. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but then yeah. I have friends who are Christian and they have a church through in Edinburgh. Oh, nice. um, they've been getting me to do some Bible scripture readings, go at the clubs, do some research stuff into it. And I found myself a bit more comfortable around it now than I was in school because I wasn't getting as much thrown down my throat. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I've I've actually ordered myself a Bible so I can just go through and read it. So I'm not reading the ones online. So I've yeah. got an actual real version of it because the one I did have as a child has ripped and torn. Sure. Because it was yeah. from the 90s, so yeah, it's true. weird over time. That's so good. got, got a new one on the way, so I can learn from it. Yeah, I, I commend you, man. That's really good that you're, you've got a, a Bible, that you're, you're bought a Bible that you're going to read. That's so good. So we deserve hell. Now, what can we do at this point then so that we don't end up in hell? Well, from what my friends and that have told me, they could say, obviously, there's a lot of, there's so like, Diff, so it's different, like obviously areas within Christianity, Catholic stuff, and that different. I don't know what the exact words are, like different, like kind of as not sectors, but you know, I mean like different kind of types of Christians and stuff like that. Yeah. So every kind of part believes in their own way of how to get to heaven. Um, he said the best way for him, he believes, is to acknowledge and believe, obviously, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. After yeah. obviously, when God came down and brought Jesus to Mary and said, look, I want you, uh, I don't know if this is this kind of how he explained it to me without obviously going full of detail. He, went, he came down, spoke to, uh, gave her the child, sent angel Gabriel, come down and speaks and says, look, I want you to, you're going to have God's child. His name's going to be Jesus. And he worked his way through, done all these miracles. And then he'd done a sin for himself that he looked mm -hmm. upon himself badly. So he said the only way he could deal with it is by dying for his sins. And that should be the reason that we believe in that because Jesus died for our sins as well, not just for his own. Well done. Yeah, exactly. You got that, man. So because Jesus had no sins, he's perfect. Right? He's, he's, he's a perfect person. But if Jesus does take 100% of your punishment, how much punishment is left for you to get? Zero. Yeah. So then if you don't have to go to hell anymore, then where do you get to go to? I get to go to heaven. Right. So why do you get to go to heaven? Because Jesus died for my sins. Good answer. Now, he does it as a free gift to you, which means you don't have to do any good actions to get it. You just got to accept that gift. And that's by trusting in your mind that Jesus has already died for your sins. Yeah. So what if you trust that today, but then tomorrow you do five more bad things and then you died? Would you go to heaven or hell? As long as I keep believing and trusting that Jesus died for my sins, I will go to heaven. Good answer, man. Well done. But if you don't trust he died for you, where do you go? I go to the damnation of hell. Correct. And so then it makes sense to trust that he did, like as soon as possible, yeah. then, doesn't it? Definitely. So then, I've been, I would say for the past six months or so, I've yep. kind of identified myself as a Christian. Before that, I said I was in that middle point of agnostic, where I believed there was something out there. I was searching for years. I couldn't find nothing. Left school, not in a sense where I've been done Catholic school for God knows how long. And I just found myself in a place where I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I believe in. I don't know what's true and what isn't. And then I met my friends. They got me back into kind of reality of things, explained everything to me, and I went from there. Wow, that's awesome, dude. That's so good to hear that. So then if you stood before God today and he asked you, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say to him? 
Uh, I would, well, my friends, and that was, we were actually talking about it today because uh, I, I don't want to sound weird when I said, but you are from needgold.net, aren't you? Yeah. How did you know? Yeah, we watch your, we watch you guys' YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we were actually talking about you guys earlier because my friend shared one of the clips in. Um, I, what clip was it? It was the one you were talking to a girl. A, I can't remember what one it was. I think it was the one about Bible written by oppressors. Oh, that one. Yes, yes. My friend sent it in, and I've not watched it yet, but um, he sent it in, and we're all they're all talking about it. And I'm like, is that that need God.net? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I watch them guys all the time. Oh, that's great that's and the, so they're like you actually watch stuff like that and i mean yeah obviously i'm trying to get myself a bit more you know like it back into this stuff get myself more dedicated and i'm trying to understand from other point of views and stuff like that wow that's so good it's, so it's just you, try to get myself back into it so what would your answer be if god asked you why should i let you into heaven so uh what i said earlier my friend agreed with me as um, he said i should be going to hell because i don't believe wholeheartedly with my being your, your son died for my sins the stuff he the day he died on the cross and came back to life three days later for us yeah. is proving that he's there to take our sins. So, do you believe that yourself? That that's yes. the only reason you'll go to heaven? Not the only reason is obviously believing in God and spreading the word of the gospel as well also plays a big part of it because if you don't spread the word of the gospel and you're only relying on Jesus dying for your sins, are you really believing in God and Jesus Himself? Interesting, because do we go to heaven because of what we do for God or because of what he's done for us? Because of what he's done for us. So then spreading the gospel is a good thing to do. Absolutely. But it's kind of like our payment to him for him. Like, so he created this universe. He created this earth. He let us live here rent free. He's not making us do anything for him. Yep. So the littlest thing we can do is spread his word for everyone. Sure. And it's a so good they can understand. Do. But if I said to you, I'll give you $20 as a gift, but only if you wash my car, is that $20 really a gift? No, it's payment. Right. So in the same way, if we had to spread the gospel to go to heaven, then heaven, would, heaven wouldn't be a gift. It would actually be our payment. We're trying to earn our way to heaven. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. So therefore, spreading the gospel is good, but we don't go to heaven because of what we do for God. So then would you have what to he spread does for the us. Yeah, what he's done for us. So would you have to spread the gospel to go to heaven? You wouldn't have to, but no. it's obviously a good thing to do. Exactly. So then what is what should be what should you be trusting in as the only reason you go to heaven? God and Jesus for dying for our sins. Yeah. That's the only not just the main reason. It has to be the only reason. Because otherwise we're thinking okay. that Jesus didn't do enough and that we're gonna make up the difference. Yeah. I know that? what you mean. So then, for yourself, out of a hundred, how sure are you right now that you'll go to heaven when you die? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And so then, does doing good things have any part in getting you into heaven? It doesn't, but it also puts a good conscience on yourself. Yeah. So as much as it doesn't actually play a part for going and like you could, as much as obviously you can't always live a life sin free, like even before we like we're young, like we naturally get angry it's a natural thing but it's a sin as well so it's something we can't control sometimes especially in like a moment you stub your toe you're not just going to go oh no i stubbed my toe you're going to be angry you're going to be like ah my toe hurts uh, it's not going to be something you can't just you know just that moment you can't just stay all cheerful and happy and go oh no i stubbed my toe it's uh, <laughs> yeah but i think we have self-control 
to not swear, yeah. to not take it out on people and things like yeah. that, right? Um, it's like a momentary notice. You feel like you're going to do it and you just stop yourself and you go, come, remember. Yeah, yeah. Think about what Jesus did when he was beaten. Yeah. He didn't strike them back. He, he blessed no. them instead. But let me ask you this. Um, so then if a friend said to you, I think I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person, would the friend go to heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah, and why? Because he's only believing in himself. He's not believing in what God or Jesus done for us. Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. Good answer. But what if he had another friend who said, I'm going to heaven because of two reasons. First reason, because Jesus died for me. Second reason, because I think I'm a good person. He's still going to hell because he's not fully believing in Jesus himself. Well he's believing in himself yeah. and Jesus. And a moment ago, wasn't that kind of like yourself when you thought you had to spread the gospel and do things like that to go to heaven as well? Yeah, so for me though, it wasn't like I wasn't believing in that I had to spread the gospel to go to heaven. It was more like I'm going to heaven because of what Jesus done for us. But at the same time, I know he's done that. I fully believe it. I hundred percent know that I'm going to heaven because of what he's done. So for that, I was like, not for that, but you know what I mean? Like I will spread the gospel as a result, in his name. Because yeah. at the beginning of this conversation, like um, were you a hundred percent sure you're going to heaven at the beginning? I, I was more like 99.999. I was like in that momentary notice. It's like I'm still trying to find that one, that extra, that zero point zero 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 one, yeah. which I know that would drag me down with me. I know that would be like that small, it's like a little pit of the jigsaw. You can't find it right in that corner, right in the eye. And you're like, I can't <laughs> find it. It's starting to ruins. Right. And it's like, just drag you. So then, but now that's that you got rid of that idea yeah. just 99 right because you it was it was, it was like, like it's yes yeah, it's, find out find a piece of the jigsaw yeah. let's put it in and close it and that's it solved wow praise god he took all that punishment you deserve no matter how many sins you've done and how many sins you might do in the future and and this makes you want to live for the lord it makes you want to obey definitely him, honor him doesn't it yeah, yeah definitely no that's good so then um do you read your bible so you're reading your bible like every day at the moment Oh. Um, trying every day. I've been working a lot recently, so I've not had time to come onto my PC and get the actual Bible up on my PC. And um, you have oh, to lock your phone. your phone in a locker as well. You can't have your phone out at work, sadly. Okay. Um, as much as I'd love to walk around, listen to my music, it gets locked in a locker, and you're not allowed until you leave work. And I work 12, 13 hour shifts. Oh wow! So really? I'm getting up in the morning, saying a quick like Hail Mary, Our Father, going to work, coming back, I'm going straight back to sleep. Okay, all right. Now, do you think we should? pray to mary that one i've never really thought about it's just that's what i was kind of raised up with you say our father hail mary and you go on with your day because mary is she god no no and and therefore does she know everything no so therefore she can't even hear our prayers no, it's so, just the way I was kind of brought up. I think it's, that's yeah, more it's of a Catholic right. thing. Yeah, it, exactly. It is. So that's what I'm trying to say. From this point, it's never mentioned in the Bible to pray to Mary. Uh, it's never encouraged to either. No one in the Bible did it. So I don't think we should either. It's no. basically, I would say it would be a sinful thing to do even because there's th okay. certain things that should only be done towards God. And prayer is one of those things. Right. right? Worship is another one of those things. You only worship God. And so prayer, we should only do towards God too. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. get rid of the Hail Mary thing. And instead, okay. um, instead of having to pray rote prayers, like even like the Lord's prayer is a good one, like, but God wants you to pour out your heart to him. Whatever's on your mind, pray to him those things. 
right? Thank him for the things he's given you. Bring your requests to him. Confess your sins to him. All those sort of things. You don't, rather than having just like a set prayer that you pray each day, because then you're not really pouring out to God what's on your heart. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I understand that. I know what you mean. And and does someone need to go to confession, like to a priest? I wouldn't say you need to, as long as you're talking to God and confession sins. That way you'll hear you either way. Right, exactly. There's, so there's there's no there's no such concept of a confession to a priest in the Bible. Um, it's in the Roman Catholic system because they think that, that that's another way to get your sins washed away besides what Jesus did. Yeah. And that's not that's not true then, is it? No. We don't get our sins washed away by telling it to a priest. He can't absolve us of our sins. Jesus does by no. his death on the cross. Yeah, and especially when, obviously, you said... Uh, you consider a Hail Mary being a sin itself. Yeah, exactly. Like if I go with the priest and I have before when I was younger, when obviously going to the Catholic school, you'd have certain days where if you want to go down at the confession box, you could. So obviously occasional days I'd go down, yeah. tell them I've done X, Y, Z. I feel bad for it. And he'd go, okay, do 10 Hail Marys, 10 Our Fathers and go. Mm. I'm like, yep. what was that? It? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's what kind of put me off. It's just like, <laughs> not even a, Oh, you need to do this, or you need to say this, or you need to say this prayer. It's just, yeah, do this, do that, go away. Hmm. I'm like, you're not even listening. You're just like, yeah, cool, whatever, go by. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy because it's the concept of almost thinking that good deeds fix bad deeds. But it's like in society, if you did five crimes and then you did ten good deeds on the same day, would the police ignore your crimes? <laughs> no, no, no. Same with God. Then doing good cannot fix our the police. Suit. Yeah, they more just laugh at you and go, "Good try, mate," and you go. Yeah, exactly. And so we need the only way we can get our sins forgiven is if I, if Jesus takes the punishment for us. Yeah. yeah, I would say my main reason I've found myself within God again was because my dad, my, sorry, my dad almost died of a heart attack. Oh wow! Uh, it was like he he says this to this day, and he praises the Lord every single day now because of it. He said he was lying in his bed and. He'd only recently got himself back into going to church, stuff like that, going to his meetings. And he said to me one day, and I, I, was, th- I was at that point where I was an immature kid, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, God's not real. And he came up to me and he went, honestly, he went, honestly son, you need to come with me one day. Now, the stuff you hear in these meetings are absolutely amazing. Like, the stuff you hear, the stuff that comes out, uh, the stuff that Jesus done for us is amazing. Mm. And he said that, I mean, honestly, like, and he said that, do you know he died for our sins? He'll be the reason we go to heaven. Wow. And I'm like, and I said to him, dad, there's no saving me. I'm going to hell. And I remember mm-hmm. a couple of weeks later, he came out of the hospital and he was just sitting in the house reading his Bible. And I'm like, you're all right. And he just looked at me and went, sit down. And I'm like, oh, what have you done now? So we're speaking up. And he says to me, I met him. I'm like, what? And went, well, I don't know if it was him, but there was somebody at them gates telling me, well, by down those stairs, you're not ready yet. Mm. I, mean, I met him. I met. I went to the gates and they said, I'm not ready yet. And they sent me back. Hmm. Interesting. And I was like, wow. I was like, wait, you've actually, and he went, yes. And that's when it was, that's what started it. He's wow. been to church every single week. He's been praying. He goes to his groups. He's wow. helped me become the person I am now. And he sent me to, they sent me to a group of people more my age. And turns out one of the guys I grew up with goes there. So wow. it just went really well. Praise God, man. So is that a church that you go to? Um, it's so it's more of like a gospel hall than a church. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a small it's so it is a church, but it's not like a like kind of Catholic church. It's like a little yeah, yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, right. so it's not like a big church. It's like is a it, small hall is it like uh, in Edinburgh. Is it Brethren? Um, or? it's Gospel. Gospel Hall. Yeah. Okay. Because that's often yeah, that's what Brethren's often call their um their meetings, but it could be something else. But that's cool, man. So, um, they're teaching you that they're they're preaching the Bible there. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. You should ask you every every couple of days i'll get a message from them asking me if they need like if i need to live through or if like i'm coming to a meeting of those times where i can't make the meetings but i'll ask them to record it and send me it so i can listen to it later on mm. when i'm free because obviously it's only really the weekends i can make it so if like there's a meeting on like tuesday night and i'm working i'll just say do me a favor record it for me and send me it later on mm. Mm. i'll listen to it i'll do my prayers and then i'll go to my bed yeah yeah that's good so yeah, check every always check it with the Bible. So um, that way you never go astray. Just check everything with the Bible. That's good though that you're part of a good uh, part of a local church, a local gathering of Christians. And also ask your dad. Ask him why he thinks he'll go to heaven. Mm. And ask him if he's how, how sure he is out of a hundred that he'll go to heaven. Because if oh. somebody is anything under the, than a hundred percent. Are they really trusting in Jesus that he died for all their sin? Yeah. They wouldn't be, right? Yeah, they wouldn't so, be able to so go. That's, so that's why, yeah, ask your dad, ask your family, and that way even this newfound understanding that you have, you can help them understand that truth too. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Now, I wanted you, to ask you, actually. Do you have any questions? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so obviously there's a lot of different versions of the Bible itself. Right. And a lot of different groups and a lot of different, obviously, communities say this version's the real one or this version's this one or this version. What, in your eyes, is the version you would go for to read? I think there are many good versions. I I, I really find it's unhelpful when there's King James only us who say this is the King James is the only one you can read. That's unhelpful, very unhelpful, yeah. because... King James wasn't even the even the, the original language of the Bible. It was written in Koine Greek and Hebrew, not in not in seventeenth century English. Um, yeah. So my recommendation is get a translation of the Bible that's in modern English, so that that's going to make it a whole lot easier to read. Now, I personally prefer the ESV, the English Standard Version, just because it it's a very literal translation, but still finds a good balance with readability. But there's okay. also many other good ones out there as well. You know, there's the NASB, the CSB, even the NIV. Um, these are decent translations that you can use um, to to read. Uh, but yeah. ESV is the, is the preference I have. I was, I was, my friend was um, saying that. He said, we have many different versions of the Bible here. It's just whatever one you prefer to read is whatever yeah. we will give you. And I said that to him, and I went, I'll just take whatever one you have. I, I'm not picky that way. It's just yeah. it's me to read. Yeah. And I went, well, how about this? How about we give you a few of them to read, and you can read through it. You can see what one you prefer. And I've got a few of them in my car because i like to read them if like, i'm getting a lift so if like my mates pick him up for work i'll sit and read it and there's times where you'll have a joke and a laugh at me like why are you reading that and i'm like because it's just obviously i would just say to distract me yeah it's just something to read my mate gave me it because mm. obviously starting off it was a bit i felt a bit embarrassed you know now now you can it's, say hey oh it's the bible and hey what do you think what are your thoughts on god do you believe in god and then you can start the conversation yeah like, <laughs> yeah, like um because one of my friends he was 
his family was all Muslim and he wanted, he didn't feel comfortable with the Muslim like community and stuff like that. He felt like he'd be shunned out. So I said to him, I was like, well, why don't you just look around, research other stuff? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you do know there's more than one religion, right? And there's thousands. And I went, yeah. And I went, well, not to push you in that direction, but have you tried the Bible? Hmm. And it looked at me funny. He went, yeah, good try. And I went, no, I'm serious. Hmm. And obviously I gave him the website I used to read from, which is Bible Gateway. Hmm. And I said, I just, I just sent it to his phone and I went, read it. Good. And I'm not telling you to read all of it in one go. I'm not going to force you to do anything like that. Start in John but or maybe, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, start in like Genesis or something. Just I read really it. I recommend starting New Testament like John, just because it gives you then a good right. introduction to Jesus' life. Because Genesis okay. will give you a history of like the Old Testament, but it'll take like half a year before someone gets to the New Testament. And yeah. I think the, the thing that someone needs to learn more so, first of all, it would be about Jesus and what he's done. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, I would just say, I'm just read a part of the Bible, see what you think. And he came back a couple of weeks later and going, So I read it. And I'm like, All right, what did you read? And he, he just looked at me and I went, You've read all of that in two weeks. And he went, Yes. And mm. I went, What do you think? And he went, So many questions, but so many answers. And I just yeah. laughed and welcome to the Bible. And he went, Why why do I feel confused? But I feel like I know everything as well. And I went, Because that is the Bible. There's that many questions you want to know at the start that if you just read over again, you'll find them. Wow. And obviously I was said that him and he obviously is like, but what about the questions that can be like disproved by science? Now, and if you're letting science dictate how the Bible is letting you live, then you need to reread. Because hmm. once again, if, you, if you're having questions about that stuff, hmm. read certain bits of the Bible and it'll tell you what it is. Yeah. And, and the thing is that even science was science modern science has actually originated from christians christians are like we see that because there is a a creator god who made this amazing universe almost like a machine we want to see how this machine works that's why why Mm -hmm. science is a thing because of christians who recognize that this universe acts in ordered ways on an atheistic perspective there's no point doing science because why would there be order why would there be laws if there's no lawgiver and no creator for it so science can only work on the basis of there is a creator who's made an amazing universe and we want to figure out how the universe works. Exactly. Yeah. So let me ask yes. you this. D- does, somebody have, does somebody have to get baptized to go to heaven? That one I've always been kind of iffy with because my friends have always had mixed answers. Like a few of my friends said, yes, you need to be baptized. Some have said you don't. I was baptized myself, so so I don't know myself that answer. It's one of the well, questions I've always wanted to ask. Are we going to heaven because of what we do for God or what he's done for us? Because of what he's done for us. And so if we had to get baptized to go to heaven, then we're thinking we're going to heaven because of... We've been baptized, but yeah, it's not because of what, what Jesus done for us. Exactly. And so there, <clears throat> therefore, do you have to get baptized to go to heaven? No. No. It's a good thing to do, but not as a requirement yeah. for salvation. But by the way... Baptism is a public declaration to say, hey, I'm a Christian. If you got baptized as a baby, you weren't believing in Jesus at that time. So technically, no. you weren't even really baptized. You just had a public bath at the front of the church. It wasn't really a baptism. Yeah. Um, and so baptism is only valid if you were believing that Jesus died for your sin at that point time you were baptized. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Does somebody have to ask for forgiveness to go to heaven? 
Uh, they don't have to know, but right. it's it's a it's good a thing, thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. That's good. You got a good understanding. Yeah. Do you have any other questions though? Um, obviously, there's obviously a lot of questions that I could ask, but I could just read over again. But no, it's been a really good chat. It's been yeah. actually good to talk to you because I've actually been trying to talk to you guys for a while because there was a few questions I had a couple of days ago, oh, and really? then I spoke to my friend about it. And he answered all my questions, and wow. I said that, but I'd still love to talk to them because it's one of those things where you talk to someone who also knows things that you might not, and obviously you answered a few of the questions I did have. So yeah. it's been great to talk to you. Absolutely. My name's Ryan, so what's your name? Uh, it's Corey. Corey. Hey, nice meeting you, Corey. Yeah. I am yeah. actually in your Discord. I've just uh, I've been speaking. What's the name? Oh, so I've been speaking Have you typed into to... our YouTube chat as well? Uh, I have before, yes. Oh, good. Uh, I haven't I haven't tonight, but I did a couple of nights ago. I've been cool. speaking to lead others to Christ Jesus. Oh, cool. Yep, that's harmony. Yeah. And so has she been clarifying the the gospel a little bit with you? Uh yes. Uh obviously I've a few questions I was but iffy about and stuff like that. It was just yeah. I wasn't hundred percent sure on and she's clarified everything for me. Yeah, oh that's so good. That's good. Um, and so, have you been have you been accepted in then to the server? Has she accepted you in? Um, I not yet? don't think I'm fully accepted yet. No. Okay. All right. Not fully yet. Um, that's good. Well, is she? Are you still interacting with her a little bit, or? Uh, yes, she did actually ask me a question about an hour ago, but I was on call with my friends talking about stuff, and then I came on here. Okay. Just to have a laugh with my friends, and then I actually bumped into you. So. Wow. Praise God. And so your friends, are they listening in? Or? Uh, no, my friends have all left. They've got work in the morning, but I'm lucky to be off this week. So. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. So what was, by the way, what is your username on Discord? It is uh, Corey Hardy, no spaces. Corey, Corey with a C. Yeah, um, C-O-R-E-Y-H. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yep. I'll just see... Yeah, nice. Yeah, so Harmony's chatting to you. That's good. Um, and that's good. I'm just trying to remember what if what Harmony had clarified with you. Maybe she can let me know. But um, that's good, man. It's so good to to see that you know God's drawn you in through even the circumstances of your father and all that kind of stuff. Oh, here we go. Okay, I think one. Oh, yeah, the one question was the. Why do you think God let you into heaven? That was the question I think that she wanted to clarify with you on the application. Yeah, I think that was just when I was, because I was still like not fully like good with it, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like I know what I was saying, but at the same time I wasn't. So it's so what's your because even now? the friends in the group chat, uh, I'm going to heaven because Jesus died for my sins. Yeah, bro, that's so good. That's good, and and the other one was. If someone trusts in Jesus and asking for forgiveness to go to heaven, it's the two reasons they'll go to heaven. Where would they go? They would go to hell. Yeah, and why? Because they're not fully trusting in Jesus, they're trusting in themselves. Wow, that's awesome. And so how sure are you right now that you're going to heaven? 100%. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I think they're the questions that, um, uh, yeah, we, that we want to clarify. And so, yeah, Harmony can let you into the server now. And also, like, she probably went through, like, a fireman analogy where if, if you were trapped in a burning building and a fireman risked his li own life to bring you out to safety, what would you want to do for the fireman who saved your life? 
uh, I would want to, well, personally, I'd want to get him something in return. Yeah, you thank him, right? You don't want to give him yeah. a, punch him in the face after he saved you. Oh, no. Yeah. So in the same way, if Jesus saves you from a burning hell, what would you want to do for Jesus? Thank him. Yeah. And therefore praise him. him. Absolutely. That's why we do it. We live for him, not to get ourselves to heaven, but because we are going to heaven. Wow. That's awesome, man. Hey, Corey, this has been good. I'm glad that we got to, to, to meet and have this great chat. Yeah, same. Same. Thank you very much, Ryan. Yeah, and um, we'll keep in contact through the Discord and through the streams and stuff. Um, Definitely. And keep on getting into the scriptures daily. Will do. Thank you very much. No worries. God bless you, man. God See bless you. you. Bye. Oh, that was a cool chat there with Corey. It's so cool how this small world, these connections, people find the videos, people find the YouTube. They have friends who witness to them as well, and they sent a needgod.net video onto him. And he's like, yeah, I watched them already. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Heavenly Father, Lord, we uh, thank you for Corey. Thank you for his faith that you've given him. Thank you that he was able to even clar get the gospel clarified even a bit further in this conversation, Lord, so you can have that certainty of salvation, not just 99% sure, but a certainty because of what Christ did. We leave him in your care. Help him to get into your scriptures daily. In Jesus' name, amen. How in the garden he persisted I may never fully know The fearful weight of true obedience It was held by him alone One wondrous faith to bear the cross, to bear my sin, what wondrous love, my hope was sure, when there my Savior prayed, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Yeah, and how many put in the, in the team chat here, hashtag approved, approved him into Discord. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Good job, Harmony. Do awesome. Hey, great to see you guys. Thank you for your encouragements. Yes, that was awesome um, chat, Ian and Juan. To God be the glory. Welcome, Christopher. Good to have you here. Unfazed and others. Madison, I saw, was here as well. Snooky, good to see you all. Sylvester and Anthony, good to see you too. Chip, I want to welcome you, Chip, into the stream. All right, well, and Daxon's here too, which is good to see. I think it might be time for, we're going to have a TikTok Live shortly. We're then going to have a, after we get back from the TikTok Live, we're going to do a big question time for you guys. And after that, we're going to do our Kahoot game. So lots of fun things all to come. So let's see who could share a combo with us all. Looks like Harmony's ready. She's got her favorite flowers and butterflies on the screen. So maybe we could ask her to, Share a conversation with us all. Over to you, Harmony. Oh, we can't hear you, Harmony. You know, I, I've been pulling a tarot recently. I've been talking with my mic muted. I got to get a hold on this. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ryan. Um, just to make sure, though, I think I hit the button. God is good all the time. Yeah. He is all the time good. Amen. Thank you, Ryan. All right. 
hey guys hope you're having a wonderful day that was encouraging to hear how someone matched up with ryan that i've been talking to in the discord but i do not encourage you to get on amigle unless you go through training first okay um but yeah you should join training um yeah let's go dear father in heaven we ask for help with these chats today may whoever you pair us up with today May they be understanding the gospel and trusting only alone in you. And uh, Lord, we're encouraged to know that no chat is in vain. And Lord, we ask for your strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, let's go. Hey, hey how are you doing? Hello. Good, how are you? I like your hair. Oh, thanks. I just washed it. <laughs> oh, it looks time. Good. Hey, um, I have a question for you. Okay. What do you think happens to us after we die? I think you either go to heaven or hell. I agree. Probably. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so, where do you think you'd go if you were to, to die today? Do you think you go to heaven? Well, I would like to think I would. Would you say you're a hundred percent sure that you'd be going there? Um, I ninety-eight percent, maybe. Oh. I think it depends. There's a lot of controversy between, you know. Mm. what's right and what's wrong and everybody sins so i think yeah when the day when the day comes you yeah. know that you'll know yeah well based on how you've lived would you say that you do deserve to be like rewarded by god or do you think you'd be des deserving to be punished by him i don't think it should be a reward like mm. you should be striving to achieve a reward of some sort i think that people should just live honestly and with love and with integrity and i think that at the end of your life you'll go where you're deserving mm, yeah and so i would say i don't deserve heaven have you ever lied oh i i honestly i live very very honest but i have lied in my life yeah yeah me too um have you ever been angry with someone mm -hmm. yeah me too and what about have you ever taken something that didn't belong to you I've never stolen. Even if it was something small like someone else's food? No. Oh, man. Not a I guess pencil, I'm the only one not that vote. Yeah. Well, have you ever swore? I swear all the time. Yeah. And I, I can get it. I get that. I used to do it all the time as well. And I'm not judging or whatever. But mm -hmm. if God would just judge us if we've ever done any of these things in our whole life, are we innocent or guilty of breaking some of his laws? We're guilty. Yeah. And so since we've committed crimes ultimately against God, does it look like we deserve to be rewarded or punished by him? Um, probably, I wouldn't say punished, but definitely, like, I don't know, it's hard to say, like a consequence of some sort, for sure, whether it be burning eternally, I don't think. But Yeah. Well, I mean, if you commit five serious crimes here on Earth, or at least one serious crime, do they do they reward you? No, they, they give you some sort of punishment, right? Right. Even whether it's like a fine or jail time or whatever, community service. And so the punishment that we deserve according to God, would that look like heaven or hell? I would say hell. Yeah. I know that sounds scary, but since we're still alive, how do you think that we can avoid going there? By trying to live our days as honestly as possible without committing any sin. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing to do, but does that work logically and in society? Judge, I committed these crimes. I deserve a punishment, but you know, I've just been living a good life until I got caught. Do you think that they're going to ignore your crimes? No, probably not. 
Yeah. And that's the same thing with God. He's known as being like a hundred percent just, even though he is a hundred percent loving and forgiving, he won't contradict himself. And so it's good to do good things, but that won't take away our hell punishment. But what if someone would stand in your place and take your hell punishment for you? If they do that, is there anything left for you to take? What do you mean? So if someone would, so it's kind of like if you get a speeding ticket, you can't pay. Someone offers to pay it for you. And so if they pay it, there's nothing left for you to pay and you go free, right? Right. Yeah. So in this case, someone would have to take our hell punishment for us in our place. I couldn't take yours, though. Nobody could because I have to avoid my own hell punishment, same as everybody else. But right. did you know that even though we've made ourselves enemies to God, he actually made the way so that we could avoid hell and go to heaven? Do you know what he did? What? So he actually stepped down from his throne in heaven. He came to earth. He made himself a man, but was still fully God. And while he lived here on earth, he did something we never could have done, which was he never broke his own law. By doing that, he lived the perfect life deserving of heaven. And he took that perfect life that he lived and he actually laid it down as like a sacrificial payment. And so when Jesus died on the cross, he was taking the hell punishment for people in their place. And he was actually offering down his reward. And so if Jesus takes your hell punishment, how much hell is left for you to take? None. Yeah. And so where do you get to go then? Heaven. Yeah. Now, why? Just to make sure. Because he took our punishment for us. He lived the perfect life and yeah. laid it down as a sacrifice. Hey, you yeah. got it. You got it. Now, if Jesus offers to take this as a free gift for you as long as you're alive and to give it to you as a free gift, if you don't take this gift from him... He's not taking your hell punishment. And so who would be left taking it? Us. It would be us. Yeah. Specifically, it would be you if you didn't take this gift. Right. And so our grabbing mechanism for receiving this free gift is our trust. And so what we just need to do is trust that what Jesus did on the cross, that that's the only reason we could go to heaven. And that's the only reason we don't have to go to hell. Would you say that makes sense? Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. And so if you're not trusting in Jesus 100% to take your hell punishment, who's left taking it again? I would be. Yeah, you'd be taking 100% of it, right? And so mm -hmm. let's say today would be the day that you're trusting that Jesus is the only reason you get to go to heaven, but then you go do 10 more sins and die. Do you think you go to heaven or hell? I think it depends on the severity of the sin, but I think he sees all of them as the equal severity. So I don't think it would matter. I think you would, because you can't just say, oh, I trust Jesus and then go and do 10 things against his name. Yeah. I mean, God. yeah, you have a point there. Like you, you see what one lie was deserving of, right? Hell. And it was one lie that nailed Jesus to the cross. And so you, you wouldn't be encouraged to keep sinning. But do you think you could stop sinning completely? No. No. Even Whether it's a thought, word, or a deed, we sin. Mm -hmm. And so if you did five more sins and died, you actually still go to heaven because Jesus didn't die for just your past sin, right? Right. He dies for he all. He died for it all. Yeah, including the ones you'll do tomorrow. And so what if you do 2,000 sins in the next five years and die? Where would you go? If you trusted Jesus, I would say you'd go to heaven. Spot on. You got it. Again, does this encourage you to keep sinning? 
No, no, no. You don't want to say Jesus died on the cross so I can keep sitting. No, you want to yeah. honor him with the rest of your life. Yeah. And so how sure do you think you could be from like one to a hundred that if you die right now that you go to heaven? I would like to say 100. Wow. Okay. Why would you say you're not completely a hundred? Um, I don't know. I think it's hard for anybody to say for sure where they know that they would go until you're there. Yeah. So well, I think that that's just... Again, how much of your sin does Jesus offer to die for? A hundred percent. Yeah. And so if he offers to die for a hundred percent of your sin, can you be only 98% sure that you'd be going to heaven? No. No. Because hundred. Yeah, exactly. So does that help answer that question? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you could be a hundred percent. But what if someone came up to you today and they said, hey, I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. Do you think they go to heaven or hell? I think it depends. I think everybody's definition of good is different. If their definition was good, I've never sinned in my life or committed a crime against another human being, then I would say they'd probably go to heaven. But yeah. If it, you know, if it wasn't, I would say it was difficult to say. Yeah. But has anybody, has anybody ever lived perfectly? No, they haven't. So yeah. that's why we need Jesus. Cause he lived perfectly. And also who are they trusting in as their only reason for going to heaven? Are they trusting a hundred percent only in what Jesus did? Or are they trusting a hundred percent what they did? And what they did. Mm -hmm. And so if Jesus isn't taking their hell punishment, who's taking it again? They are. Yeah. But what if someone came to you today and they said something different? They say, hey, I'm going to heaven for these two specific reasons. One, because Jesus died on the cross for all of my sin, but also because I did good things. Do you think they go to heaven or hell? Heaven, I would think. Why heaven, do you think? Because they trusted Jesus to die for their sins and they lived a good life. Yeah. Now... Jesus offers to die for 100% of our sins. And again, how much of our trust should be only in what he did? 100%. Yeah. And so if someone says I'm going to heaven because Jesus died on the cross for all of my sin, but also because I do good things, are they placing 100% of their trust only in what Jesus did? They're placing it in themselves and in him. Yeah. And so Jesus offers to die for all of your sin or none of it. And so even if you're trusting in yourself 1%, you're left taking your hell punishment because Jesus isn't dying for all of your sin. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So what if someone said, I'm going to heaven because Jesus died on the cross for all of my sin and also because I share the gospel. Do you think they go to heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah. Why? Because they're trusting in themselves for sharing the gospel is the reason they're going to heaven. You got it. You got it. And so why do you think, like, since you don't have to do stuff to go to heaven, like get baptized, read your Bible, share the gospel, do good things, try to not do bad things. Why do you think that you want to do these things since they play zero part in you going to heaven? Because maybe it gives other people more faith. Maybe it spreads the word. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And also, it's kind of like if a fireman saved you from a burning building that you couldn't save yourself from. If he pulled you out safely, how do you feel towards him? You would feel thankful, grateful. Yeah. And even if he died in the fire for you, you'd be thankful too, right? Mm -hmm. And so you wouldn't want to go punch him in the face. You'd want to thank him. And, you know, um, how much more thankful do you think you'd be to Jesus who not only lays down his life, but also gives you his reward? Probably eternally grateful. 
Yeah. He didn't save just like a fireman just saves your temporary life where Jesus not only offers to save your life, but to give you eternal life. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, you'd want to live for the one who died for you. Would you say that you have a Bible at home? Yeah, I do. Okay. When do you think's the last time you've read it? Well, I don't think I've ever touched it. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. do you think it's important to read? Probably. Yeah. I mean, um, do you eat every day? Mm -hmm. Do you do you think you could live off of a breadcrumb every day or a breadcrumb every other day? No. I would probably starve and die. Yeah, we need our physical food every day, enough to sustain us. And so the Bible for a Christian is actually our spiritual food. That's actually more important than our physical food itself. And so you just wouldn't want to live off of a Bible verse a day or every other day or, you know, every month either. You'd actually want to read it because that's that's God's word. That's how he talks to us. He has everything written down that we need to know. And so you'd want to study that and see what's in it. Would you say that your Bible is like a King James version or um, an English standard? Do you know? I wouldn't know. My neighbor, she goes to church, has been trying to get me to go. And she's the one that gave it to me. It was a bunch of sticky notes oh, in it. That's so. sweet. Well, I want to share this with you just in case it has like old English lettering, like the thou hast brother. I think it's a new version. So it's not like oh. confusing. Okay. Well, just in case. The New Testament. Is that what it's called? Oh, so the Old Testament talks about like creation and the fall of man, like Adam and Eve and stuff and like history and stuff. But it also talks about like how there will be Jesus to like save us. And the New Testament talks about how God fulfilled that promise and also like what's to come. Like the believer for us, um, what we look forward to is the day that Jesus would return. And so because we're thankful for this free gift, we want to share this free gift with others. It's not our gift to give, but we want to tell others about this before it's too late for them. And, right. you know, until we can't share this anymore. So, yeah, um, it's. It's really good that you would read the Bible. Um, just in case it might not be a good translation, though, I, I will share the English Standard Version with you because it, it goes right to the manuscripts and it's really safe to use and go over. Um, but yeah, I'm going to encourage you to read the book of John. You can just be refreshed on what we spoke about and see to the depth of what Jesus went through for you. I'm also okay. going to include, I don't usually do this, but I'm going to include um, the book of Romans. Um you want to continue on, it will actually be like two books over after you're done reading John, but I'm going to encourage you to read Romans too. It's such a good book. I mean, it's all good in there, okay. but yeah. Um, would you say that you're going to church or anything? I'm, I'm guessing not because your friend has been inviting you. Oh, oh did I? I'm sorry, you cut out. Am I here? Okay. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was in a time machine. Um, so you said you weren't going to church, but your friend invited you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, just in case um, you'd go to your friend with your friend to church and you'd ask the pastor, like, why do you think God would let someone into heaven? If they say anything other than what we spoke about today, if they try to add in doing stuff, um, do you think that they'd be teaching the right gospel there? Like the right message there? No. Heaven? No. And so you want to make sure not only is your friend trusting alone in Jesus, but also that she's going to a church that teaches the right way to heaven. 
But um, if her church is teaching the wrong way, this is a good church search that will help you find, hopefully, a solid church in your area. Okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely encourage you to try to go with your friend to church or to even like check with her to see if she's only trusting in Jesus because you'd be surprised. Okay. Um, yeah. My name was Harmony, by the way. What was your name? It's Alexis. Alexis. Oh, that's an awesome name. Alexis. Is yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, do you think, I, I guess before our chat, you might have not have been trusting in Jesus 100%, right? Right. Yeah. And so if God didn't connect us to talk today out of almost 40,000 people, where do you think he would have gone if you would have died? Maybe hell. Not maybe if you weren't trusting in Jesus, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so where would you be going today if you die? Uh, I would hope heaven now. Yeah. If if. If you would die and stand before God, if he would say something scary to you, like, why should I not send you to hell right now? What do you think he'd say to him? Oh, she cut off. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, what'd you say? Oh, sorry. Um, My internet may be dying. But yeah, if God would say to you, why should I not send you to hell right now? What do you think you'd say to him? I would say... I don't know. I, w I guess I wouldn't say all the good things I've done. I would say, you know, I was trying to trust in Jesus 100%. Yeah. I feel like it's a humanly thing to do to trust in yourself, though. Also. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's another thing. Is our, is it our trust that's saving us or is it who we're trusting in that's saving us? Right. Yeah. And so if he would say, why should I not send you to hell? What's the only answer you could give him? Like, what's the only reason you don't have to go to hell? It's okay. You know, and I'm not I'm not trying to sound childish or anything, um, but pictures help me. Okay. Hell looks worse than this because it's God's wrath being poured out for eternity. But if you would say, why should I not send you to hell right now? What's the only reason you don't have to take your punishment? Because Jesus took it for me. Boom. See, you didn't even point to yourself. You pointed directly to what he did. And so that's the only answer you should give. Uh, what if he would say, why should I let you into heaven? What do you think he'd say then? Um, I don't know. It, it's the same question. It's just flip-flop. from River. Yeah, it's, it's the same answer. Okay. Just basically what Jesus did. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, Alexis. It was nice to meet you. Do you have any questions mm -hmm. on anything that we've talked about or anything in general? No. no. All right. Not that I can think of. Hey, awesome. I want to send a social to you. We do live streams. We also answer a whole bunch okay. of questions. So you can, uh, do you have Discord? I don't. It's okay. I, I wouldn't have known what Discord was if I didn't find needgod.net. But if you, if you are able to get it, I, I can encourage you. It's worth it. But Okay. Um, yeah. If you even go to our website, we have all the socials on there. You can check out. Okay. But yeah, it was nice to meet you, Alexis. All right. Thank you. Nice to meet you too. Bye. Bye, Alexis. Oh, praise the Lord. That was awesome. Um, Paul sent me a message. What? Um, yeah. Praise the Lord on that chat. I'm going to send a message real quick and we'll pray. So, yeah, I was just going to say before she oh. went, would you be interested in some training? 
Oh, I should have said that. Uh, well, she did just come and hear the gospel and understand it. But yeah, I should have asked her that. Um, but yeah, that's a good point, Paul. I didn't see that until now. Uh, but thank you, Paul. I'll remember that. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's pray for Alexis and we'll keep going. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for that chat with Alexis. And Lord, I pray that she was understanding the gospel. And Lord, I look forward to see her in heaven if she is. And yeah, thank you for that chat. Uh, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for your prayers. Um, Paul mentioned training. Um, I could have you know, said that to her, but I'm going to tell you guys. I want to encourage you guys to join training. But yeah, here's that button. We are children of the promise, the beloved of the Lord, one with everlasting kindness, what with sacrificial blood. Bringing reconciliation to a world that longs to know the affections of a father who will never let them go. Rejoice, come and lift your hands and raise your voice. He is worthy of all praise. Rejoice, sing the mercies of your And I see unfazed render that had a concerning comment in the section, and I'm just going to speak on that. Uh, yeah, we're going to have thoughts, negative thoughts about, um, and it's, it's not okay to think these things, but we all do struggle with thoughts from time to time, good or bad, um, that we shouldn't be thinking. And just know that, you know, Jesus died for that sin, but also know that, um, we're going to keep sinning every day. We're never going to live a perfect life, but God's grace is greater. So just remind yourself of the gospel and move forward. Just being thankful for how good God has been. Um, yeah, hopefully that helps. If you have any more questions on what I said, feel free to add it in, or you can send us a message on the Instagram, needgod.net7. Okay, let's keep going. Hey, how you doing? Hello? Hey, I have a question for you. What's up? What do you think happens to us after we die? Nothing. You're going to hell. Well, I deserve hell. Would you say that either of you deserve heaven? No. Yeah. Have you ever lied? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Have you That's ever been... Sin. Yeah, it is by God's standard. Yeah, have you ever been angry You're with someone? Hey, I have a question for you. Hey, I have a question for you. What do you think happens to us after we die? I think we go to heaven. I, yeah. or, or hell, or hell. I was gonna say, no. do you think everybody goes there? Hey, I agree. And so, based off of how you've lived, how do you think that someone? Um, I'm sorry, based off of how you've lived, do you think you deserve to be rewarded or punished by God? I feel like I should be, I don't know. Okay. You know, it hasn't been enough time yet. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, I mean, have you ever lied before? Obviously. Yeah, me too. Yes. yes. Have, yeah. have you ever been angry with someone? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, me too. And what about, yeah. have you ever taken something that didn't belong to you? 
might have happened. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and and so yeah. if God if God would just look at these three things out of all of his laws, are you innocent mm -hmm. or guilty of breaking some of them? I'm guilty for sure. Yeah, me too. And so yeah. since we've committed crimes against God, does that look like we deserve to be rewarded or punished by him? Probably means that we should be punished. Yeah. For sure. And so yeah. what does a punishment look like from God? Does that look like heaven or hell? It's hell for sure. Yeah. Now, I don't think you want to go there, right? No. No. And so how do you think no. that you can avoid going there before you die? Pray for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know. Okay. Don't, don't be sinning. Yeah. Do you think you yeah. could stop sinning? Hmm? Do you think you could stop sinning? Nah, I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like impossible. Not gonna lie. Exactly. Um, yeah. But you said asking for forgiveness. Let's say you commit yeah. five serious crimes here on earth and you stand before the judge and you say, Judge, I'm guilty. I deserve a punishment, but please forgive me. Will he ignore your crimes? I mean, if you just like made up that excuse up like at the spot, mm -hmm. then yeah, he probably punish you. Well, but if you've been like been asking for forgiveness, you know. Yeah. Well, even if you're the most sincere in an in an apology, the judge mm -hmm. he's taken an oath to uphold the law and to let it be pleased, and so mm -hmm. he wouldn't ignore your crimes, would he? Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, and that's the same thing with God. I mean, it's good to ask for forgiveness and. Um, I forget what do good things or try to stop sinning. It's good to do, but we're already guilty. And so what if someone stood in your place and took your hell punishment for you? If they do that, is there anything left for you to take? No. Yeah. No. And so if you have no hell left to take because someone takes it, where do you get to go then? Heaven. Yeah. Now, would you yeah. happen to know anybody that would be willing to do that for you? No, not really. Well, there is someone who would be willing to, and they had to mm. live the perfect life without breaking the rules, right? And so that's Jesus. Mm. When he died on the oh, cross, yeah. he was laying down his perfect life, and he was taking the hell punishment for people. And so mm. if Jesus takes your hell punishment, how much is left for you to take? Zero. Yeah. And so where do you get to go? Heaven. Yeah. Now why? Why do you get to go to heaven? Because I believe in God. Well, believing in God, does that take away your punishment? No, that did not. That, that does not. No. That's uh, asking for forgiveness and believing in Jesus. Okay, let's let's go back a bit, okay? That uh -huh. court situation. Judge, I'm guilty. I deserve to be punished, but please forgive me. Will the judge ignore mm -hmm. your crime? No. No. What if you said, um, I'm guilty. I deserve a punishment. Please forgive me, but I also believe that you have a son. Will that get rid of your crimes? Uh, no. no. And that's why we need Jesus. If Jesus mm. stands in your place and takes your hell punishment for you on the cross, that's why you mm. get to go to heaven because he takes your punishment and then he gives you his reward because he never sinned. He lived the perfect life deserving of heaven. And so mm. Jesus already paid for this. You know that, right? He did this many years ago. And he yeah. offers this free gift to anybody as long as they're alive to take their punishment, to give them his reward. And so mm -hmm. if you would die today, not receiving this gift that Jesus offers to give you, if he's not taking your punishment, who's left taking it? Me. Yeah. 
And so how you receive this free gift of him taking your punishment and giving you his reward is you just trust that what Jesus did on the cross, that that's the only reason you go to heaven. And that's the only reason you don't have to go to hell. Would you say that makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. And so what happens if you die today not trusting in Jesus to take your hell punishment? Who's left taking it? Me. Yeah. And so since you don't know when you're going to die, when do you think you should start trusting in Jesus? Yeah. I feel like I've always been, you know. Well, you actually wouldn't have been, though, if you would say that you're Mm. trusting and asking for forgiveness and sinning less, right? Mm-hmm. You would actually be trusting in what you did rather than what Jesus did. And so let's say today's the day that you're trusting that Jesus is the only reason you go to heaven, but then you go do mm-hmm. five more sins and die. Do you think you go to heaven or hell? Hell. Why hell? Because I sinned right after. Yeah. Like, now, how much of your sin does Jesus offer to die for again? All, all of it. All of it. So does that mean yeah. it's just your past sin that he offers to die for? Mm. No. No. It would be your future yeah. sins as well. I mean, if he says, I offer oh. to die for all of your sin, that wouldn't just be your yeah. past, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so what if you did a thousand more sins in this year and died after trusting in what Jesus did? Where would you go? Go to heaven. Yeah, why? Because you trusted uh, Jesus yeah, to but, take your sins from you. Yeah. yeah. Real, real quick, though. Is it our trust mm-hmm. that's saving us, or is it who our trust is in that is saving us? It is who we trust. Yeah. And that's Jesus. Exactly. Yes. So we just re- mm-hmm. we want to remember that our trust doesn't save us. It's Jesus. And so mm-hmm. what if someone came up to you today and they said, hey, I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. Do you think they'd go to heaven or hell? I'd have to ask them more questions, you know? Okay. Well, you... Good, sorry? Hmm? I'd have to, like, you know, ask them, like, you know, if they're Christian or stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I think that might be enough of a question. Because if they're saying, I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person, who are they pointing Mm -hmm. in as their only reason for going to heaven? What Jesus Uh, did? What they did, Yeah. And yeah. so if they're trusting in themselves and not Jesus, who's left taking their punishment? Themselves. Spot on. But what if someone yeah. came to you today and they said, hey, I'm going to heaven because Jesus died on the cross for all of my sin, but also because I asked for forgiveness. Do you think they go to heaven or hell? Yeah, they, they go to hell. I mean, not hell, heaven, my bad. Okay, no worries. Why do you think heaven? Because they, because they stated that Jesus was the one that took their sins. Yeah. And not themselves. Yeah. Well, they you're right. They mentioned Jesus, but did they only mm-hmm. mention Jesus? Uh, I'll repeat it. They said, I'm going uh, to heaven because Jesus died on the cross for all of my sin. And I asked for forgiveness. So were they only trusting in Jesus? Oh, they're trusting in themselves too. Yeah. Because they said I they were going to heaven. Yeah. Well, because they asked for forgiveness, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, again, how much of our sin does Jesus offer to die for? All of it. All of it, 100%. And so if he offers to die for 100% of our sin, how much of our trust should be only in what he did? Four. Four. Oh. 
now. Okay, well, he got a gist of it, right? Um, but yeah, we'll pray for that guy. Um, dear Father in Heaven, we pray for that guy, the hooded guy. Um, you know who he is, and Lord, praise your name that he heard the gospel. And we were so close to just getting closer to the end of the checking questions. So may he just understand and realize that it's only through what you did. And we praise you for that chat. Thank you, Lord, for sustaining my internet and my voice. And yeah, thank you, Lord. We leave him in your care. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, my voice started going. <clears throat> um, I would say during the checking questions. Um, and I think TikTok's going to be coming soon. we got about four minutes, but we'll just keep going. We'll call him the hooded guy, man. Oh, dude. Bro. Hashtag hoodie for life. There we go. Um, yeah. Bailed. No, he didn't. He didn't bail. He, um, left, I guess. He, he left. Um, going through. I forget which specific question I was on. Um, yeah. You're just checking. Came to understand the, oh yeah, it was Jesus plus. I'll fix that later. Came to understand the gospel, though. I cannot type. Okay. Go. All right. <laughs> oh, was his hoodie red or was it orange? I, I put red, didn't I? Anyways, let's keep going. And Chip, get back to work. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good, Chip. Uh, anyways, yeah. All right, let's go. Hey, I have a question for you. Yes. What do you think happens to us after we die? What do you think happens? I don't know. Okay. Would either of you say that you think that there's like a creator for our universe? Mm, I don't believe so. Okay. Where do you think everything came from? Like how everything started? From the universe just creating. I mean, we don't really know. Yeah, well, we know the universe had a beginning, though, because it's expanding space and time. And so there has to be something that existed outside of it to make it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like this house that I'm in, it didn't just build itself, right? That would be illogical. And so since there would be a creator for our universe, do you think the creator would care about how we live inside of their universe? Hey, I have a question for you. What's up? Hey, what do you think happens to us after we die? Um, damn, that's a great question. Yeah, it's the most important um, one. I'm. I think there's definitely some type of afterlife. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you believe in. Um, yeah. Do you think that there's a god? Um. I think there's a higher power for sure. Yeah, like a creator for our universe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, God just means creator. And so yeah. do you think that this creator cares about how we live in their universe? Um, Quite possibly. 
Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. It's their universe. They made it. And so right. based off of how you've lived, do you think you deserve to be rewarded or punished by them? Um, probably punished, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Have you ever lied? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Have you ever been angry with someone? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. And what about, have you ever taken something that didn't belong to you? Have I stole something? Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, no. Even if it was something small like someone's food or downloading music you didn't pay for? Or oh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've definitely downloaded music I did not pay for. Yeah, yeah, same here. And so if the creator would just judge you on these things right now, are you innocent or guilty of breaking a few of his laws? Guilty, for sure. Yeah. And so would that look like we deserve to be rewarded? Um, rewarded? No. No, it would look punished, right? Like a punishment. Right. And so since the creator is eternal, exists outside of space and time to have made it, the punishment and reward would be eternal as well. And so mm -hmm. would that punishment look like a place of like heaven or hell? Hell, for sure. Yeah. I don't think you want to go there, right? Probably not, no. No. And so since you're still alive, how do you think that you can avoid going there? Be a better person. Okay. Do you think that works in society if you break five serious crimes and then stand before the judge? Like, do you think if you told him you'd be a better person that he'd ignore your, your crimes that you did? He would 100% ignore my crimes, yes. You, you think so? Yeah, if I... Yeah, if you killed five people and said, hey, uh, I'm a better person now, I don't think most judges would let, let that man walk. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying, I, okay, so what I thought I heard you say was, yeah, they let me go. But you're oh, oh sorry, no, 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 yeah. And so, sorry, my wording's weird. But yeah, All good. so you deserve to, um, what is going on with my mind right now? These words are like spinning. <laughs> um yeah, so that wouldn't work. It wouldn't work with the creator. It wouldn't work with an earthly judge. And so can you think of any other way to avoid the punishment? Not really, no. What if someone would stand in your place and take your hell punishment for you? If they do that, would there be anything left for you to take? No. Yeah. And so where would you be able to go if you have no hell left to take? Good question. Well, there'd be, nowhere. well, it wouldn't be nowhere, but if you if you don't have to take your punishment, you get a reward, right? Since there's no hell left for you to take. I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so do you know anybody that would be willing to take your hell punishment for you? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, let's say I'd be, I'd be willing to. Would I be able to? No, because I have to avoid my own hell punishment, right? Same right. as everybody else. But did you know that even though we've made ourselves enemies to the creator of the universe, he actually made the way so that we could avoid our punishment and go. Okay. So I'm going to let Miss Harmony finish off that chat she's having. And I want to say a big welcome to everyone who's here today, including honestly, who got here really quickly with that key word, the key word of heaven. Um, it looks like it was Birdman. Well done, Birdman. You came in first. Zoom, Grant. We got Mia, Michael, Dre. I've got Zodic, Misa, hello, Andrew, Ron, Snooky. You guys are quick. Melissa, 
and others who have put that in. That's so good. We're going to get into your questions now. So if you're new, you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do. That will enable the chat so you can put your questions in the chat. And just put them there once. That's enough because our mods will make sure they carry your question over so that it gets answered. So get your question in now if you've got one. Don't wait 15 minutes. Get it in now. Let's get into question time. All right, it is question time. Okay, the first question. Are you ready? We got the first question. And just a heads up, after we do these questions, we're going to do a Bible trivia game together. So please stick around for that. We'll do a Kahoot game. It'll be fun. All right, first question came in from Arzen, who's asked, what is lust? And if you commit it, is it forgivable or unforgivable? All right, so what lust is, is sexual desire towards somebody that you're not married to. And that's a sin. So not only is sex before marriage a sin, but even thinking the thought about someone that you're not married to is sinful. And that includes pornography, right? Is it forgivable? Only if you trust that Jesus died for your sin. Of course it is if you trust in Christ. doesn't matter if you've done it 10 trillion times. If you trust that Jesus died for your sin, all of your sin is forgiven. Now that doesn't mean, therefore, keep on doing it. No. We love Christ. Once we know that he got pierced for our transgressions, he got crushed for our iniquities, would we want to go and do the very things that crushed him, that killed him? Of course not. And this helps you to say, well, okay, even though I failed yesterday, I don't want to fail again today. And so you fight it. You resist it with the strength that God supplies to you. But even if you did fail again, just remind yourself, Jesus died for my sin. That sin's already paid for. So my salvation is still secure and so you ask God for help to resist that sin better next time. DC has asked this. How do we know that the Gospels are true when they weren't written by any of the disciples and they were written 40 years after Jesus died? Uh, let's check the facts there, though. They were written by some of the disciples. Matthew was a disciple of Jesus. He wrote Matthew. John was a disciple of Jesus. He wrote John. And so these are eyewitnesses recording these events. Mark Mark was a companion of the, the, the apostles, and he got his information from Peter, who was an eyewitness. And Luke was considered to be one of the best historians from the first century, from all ancient history. In fact, Luke is considered to be one of the best historians. And so this is what's so amazing, is that we have got eyewitness sources from the first century that is, from the generation of the eyewitnesses themselves recording Jesus' life and what he did. Compared to any other figure from antiquity, even Alexander the Great, the earliest account we have of him was 300 years after his time with Jesus, within decades, within 30 to 40 years of his time. And that shows, wow, we can know what he did. Andrew's got the next question. Does Ephesians 2, 8, 9 and James 2, 24 contradict each other? I can already answer, the, and the answer is no, because I've read the entire Bible many times. The Bible does not contradict itself even once. But these are two lovely passages. Let me read them out, and I'm going to show you how they're consistent. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So we're not saved by our works, according to what Paul's saying here, but by grace through faith. 
And then James comes along in James chapter 2, 24, and he says this. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And so people think, oh, is that a contradiction? No, friends. Context, context, context. Let's not take anything out of context. If you read through the entire chapter of James 2, we see what James is talking about. He's talking about not how to be justified before God, like how to be saved before God. He's talking about how to show to other people that you have faith. That's why he even says, you say you've got faith? Well, I will show you my faith by my work. So he's talking about how to evidence to other people that you have faith, how to be justified in people's sight. When what Paul is talking about in Ephesians and in Romans is how to be justified before God, and he makes it very clear by faith and not by works. Next one from Tommy Lee, who's asked, what about people who only worship God out of fear of hell? Well, Tommy, worshiping God doesn't get you to heaven. If someone thinks that they can go to heaven because they worship God, they need to change their mind on that. We go to heaven because Jesus died for our sin, trusting he paid for our sin. Is it okay to, to trust that Jesus died for your sin because you don't want to go to hell? Of course it's okay. That's the whole reason why he died for your sins, so that you don't have to go to hell. Instead, you get to be with the Lord in heaven. But once you do trust in what Christ did for you, you don't, you're not scared of hell anymore because you know you're going to heaven no matter what. And so that fear of hell turns into a love for Christ, a love for him and a treasuring of Jesus. This one from Sick, who's asked this, is it bad to doubt God? Yes. It's like this. Would your mum appreciate it if, she, if you doubted her? Be like, I'm not sure if my mum's really telling the truth. She wouldn't appreciate that. And your mum's not even perfect. She could sometimes lie. But does God ever lie? Does God ever break a promise? No. So is it wrong for us to doubt God's promises? 100% it is. God's track record is flawless. Look at that, and that will help you not to doubt his trustworthiness. Now, if you're doubting God's existence, if you're asking about that, well, you just knock out those doubts out of the park by simply asking yourself, would I ever doubt the existence of the person who built my house? No. Why not? Because the house couldn't be here without someone building it. So would you ever doubt the existence of the one who made the universe? Same reason, no, because the universe couldn't be here without a creator. Zuma has asked, what does the Bible say about dark humor? It says, don't, uh, it says that we should be saying things that build people up, and we shouldn't be saying things that tear people down. And it says, coarse joking, crude humor, is not something that we want to be doing. Now, jokes are fine, humor is fine, as long as it's not dishonoring or disrespecting people, and as long as it's not unwholesome. If you wouldn't be comfortable sharing that joke with Jesus Christ, then you already know whether you should be sharing it with your friends or not. Mark has asked this, what's your favorite Bible verse? My favorite Bible verse would probably be this one here, Romans 5 verse 6, which says, for while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. I like it because we're not we're not strong. So like while we were still strong, Christ died for us. It's while we were weak, while we were helpless, could not save ourselves, Christ died for 
not righteous people, ungodly people like us. We're ungodly. We're weak. We can't help ourselves. Jesus comes and dies for us. It's a great illustration of the gospel here, great explanation of it. This one from KHDZ, who's asked this, what's your thoughts on deliverance ministry? Well, Jesus had a strong deliverance ministry, didn't he, when he cast out demons out of a whole lot of different people. But Jesus didn't make that his focus, because what was Jesus' focus? The preaching of the gospel. Even healings weren't his focus. He did heal, yes, but it wasn't his focus. He said, look, in Mark 1, he said, let's go out of this town. Let's go to another town that I may preach the gospel there, for that is why I came. And so he didn't choose to keep on healing all the people that were coming to him. Now, Jesus gives us what we call the Great Commission, right? This one final task that he encourages and commands all Christians to do. And it wasn't go into all the world and cast out every demon. It was to go into the world and to make disciples, make disciples of all nations. And so that is our role as Christians, to go and preach Jesus Christ. It never says in the Bible that we are to go and cast out demons out of every person. Jesus says if you cast out a demon out of a person, the demon will return with seven of his friends, and the last state of that person is worse than before. And so what a person ultimately needs is the message of Christ and him crucified. And that is what can clean demons out if, they, if someone has them. And then in place of the demons, the Holy Spirit takes residence. This one from SLP. If you had a tattoo, can you still get into heaven if you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Yes, 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 yes. There is no sin you could ever do on this earth that could ever... Um, prevent you from heaven if you come to trust that Jesus paid for your sin. Plus, it's not a sin to perpetually have a. If you've got, if you've already got a tattoo in the past, like I recommend, don't get tattoos because you don't own your body. But let's say you've got one already. It's not like you're perpetually sinning because you've already got a tattoo. It may have been wrong to actually get it in the first place, but now that you've got it, you're not perpetually sinning in the process. Henry's asked this, what does the Bible say about dinosaurs and other fossils? Well, it says that God made all the animals on either the fifth or sixth day, depending on which kind of animal we're talking about. And dinosaur-like creatures are described in Job 40 and 41. Birdman has asked, did the Romans, Jews, or someone else crucify Jesus? What does the Bible say? Well, Peter says, you Jews have crucified your Messiah. Paul and Peter also say the Romans killed Jesus, the soldiers. They hung him to that tree, to the cross. If uh, Isaiah 53 says that it was the will of the Lord to crush him. So the Father killed Jesus. He bore the wrath of the Father. But whose sin did Jesus die for? Not just some of those people, for the people who believe there, but yours too if you believe in Jesus. And so, therefore, your sins and my sins killed Jesus, too. Four different perpetrators, all of us, we killed Jesus. And yet it was for the very purpose. Why did he lay his life down? To save us from our sins. Next question from Slaps. Where do babies go when they die? 
either heaven or hell. Now, where do they go? Do they all go to heaven or all go to hell? No, we don't. We don't know. We leave that up to God. God will determine what He de- determines best on that. He hasn't told us in the Bible, but what He has told us in the Bible is about how we sh- should all come to believe in Christ, and that's how we who are alive still on this earth get to go to heaven. But in terms of where babies go when they die, we'll leave that up to God. Kevin has asked. Is it a must to be baptized even if you pray in the name of Jesus, take part in Lent, and do stuff like that? Um, Baptism doesn't wash away any sin. It does not even wash away original sin. What your religious teachers might have, if you thought you had to get your sins washed away with baptism, that's what your religious teachers have taught you, but that's not what the Bible teaches and the Bible is the thing we check everything with. So no, you do not have to get baptized to go to heaven because we're saved by what Jesus did for us, not what we do for him. Do you have to pray to go to heaven? Do you have to take part in Lent to go to heaven? No, because we're not saved by what we do for him, but we're saved by what he's done for us. But should we pray? Yes. Should we get baptized? Yes. Should we share the gospel? Yes. They just don't save us. We do those things because we are saved, but not as the way to be saved. Sleepy has asked, why did Moses and Joshua never minister to the people they killed? Because God wasn't offering mercy to those Canaanite nations. God made Israel be the instrument of judgment against them. Because does anyone deserve mercy in the first place? No. And so therefore... God didn't want them to hear the message. God didn't want them to have an offer of mercy. And that's fair enough because they are still guilty for their own sins. No one deserves to hear about Christ at all. It's God's amazing mercy that allows anyone to hear it. Does the Bible talk about aliens? Robert has asked. It says we are aliens and strangers in this world, but that's talking about we're foreigners on this in this world. This is not our home. Our home is up there, not down here. So why do we get so comfortable here as Christians? Why are we getting so comfortable when we're just passing by here on this earth? Now, if you're talking about extraterrestrial life, no, the Bible doesn't mention it. And I don't think there's any reason for us to believe that there is extraterrestrial life because there's no evidence for that either. Matador has asked, is the Antichrist alive today? I don't think we can know because... It's not like the Antichrist is going to have a big label over his head, I am the Antichrist. There's a lot of people already who are acting as the Antichrist on this earth today, and there has been for the past 2,000 years. Even 1 John says that in chapter 2, that there are many people who are the Antichrist already, back when John wrote that book. So how do we know who that final Antichrist is? We're only going to know... Once Jesus returns and Jesus comes along and destroys that Antichrist. That's talked about in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 9. This one from Ron. What's right? Is it to believe in Jesus or to surrender to Jesus? Depends what you mean by surrender. But how the Bible describes it, we're saved by faith, remember? John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. 
John 3.16. See that? Whoever believes in him. It doesn't say whoever surrenders to him. Now, if you're meaning surrender as in believe, then sure. But believing means you trust that it's Christ and Christ alone that's done all the work for you to be saved. And as a result, yes, you do surrender to him. You now say, you're the boss of my life. I now want to live for you and not for myself. This one from Lely, who's asked, I came from TikTok. Well, good to have you here, Lely. And stick around. Enjoy one another's company here. It's an awesome community of people. My question is, what are the general ways to get into heaven? I believe that Jesus died for our sins, but what else do I do? If you think there's something else that you need to do, then you're actually thinking that Jesus didn't do enough to get you into heaven. If I'll give this example. If you told me that you were going to buy me a ticket to a concert, but I wasn't really sure if you were, and so I said, I'm going to go buy my own. Was I really trusting you? And the answer is no. I didn't think that you were going to keep your word. And so in the same way, do you believe that Jesus will keep his word when he says that he'll die for all of your sins and guarantee your spot in heaven? If the answer is yes, then you'll say, well, I don't need to do anything else to go to heaven. Jesus has already done it for me. I'm going to heaven because he paid for my sin, and so your trust is in him. doesn't mean you're going to be lazy now. It doesn't mean you're not going to do good deeds. You will do good deeds if you believe that. But you're not going to think that those good deeds play any part in getting you to heaven. Jose is asked this, what does God, or why does God make disabled people? It's the result of living in a fallen world. Why do you have bad eyesight? Or why do you get back pain? Why do you, you know, have things wrong with your body? It's because of living in a fallen world. People die. Everyone dies. God didn't make a mistake. Humans have done what's bad. We've stuffed up the world. We're living in a world with diseases, deformities, and all those sort of things. But guess what? God's still going to use that for his glory. Many disabled people, they, they're Christians, and they praise God that they were they are disabled because it meant that they're able to serve God more and pray more compared to if they were healthy. And so God can use whatever circumstances someone finds themselves in, God can use it for his glory. So be content. Be content. And look forward to that new body that God's going to give you in heaven. Sija, I think, has asked this. How do I show that God is my number one in my life? I think there's a couple ways. What do you spend your time on? If someone was to look at your life and what you spend your time on, is it mainly going to be video games? Mainly going to be entertainment? Is it mainly going to be worldly things? Or is it mainly going to be God? That could be a way to see for someone to see what is your number one in your life. Do you get to pray much? God says we should pray without ceasing. So we should be in continual throughout our day, sending out prayers to God in communication with him. Do we read our Bible very much? If these answers, answers to any of these questions is no, change that from today. Don't feel guilty. I'm not saying feel guilty. I'm not making you feel guilty. I'm just saying change that. Get into reading your Bible daily. Get into praying throughout your day. Get into focusing on godly things and less on worldly things. And you'll find yourself feeling more joyful and more heavenly minded, which will be good for you. 
can I encourage you? This stream, I, I know, you know, people who listen to the stream and they say, look, this is a really good way of helping them have a godly focus on their life. So maybe add this onto your schedule each day if you can, um, and that can help you to keep God as your number one in your life. This one from Jackson. How can I convert from atheism to Christianity? And what are some things I should know about converting? Well, first of all, you throw out the idea that there's no God. Just like if I thought that nobody made this water bottle, the water bottle just appeared out of nowhere, I would I should say to myself, that is the craziest idea I've ever thought. And so you get rid of the idea. And you realize, yes, this water bottle had a water bottle maker. So did the universe. Can't make itself, has to have a creator. And then you realize that you're a sinner, that you've done things that are bad, and therefore you deserve God's eternal judgment. Now you might say, but I haven't killed anybody in my life. I'm glad. But God says if you've lied even once, you deserve to go to hell. Have you lied? Have you swore? Have you lusted after a person? That is enough to send you to hell. You're like, oh, okay, if that's the standard, we all deserve hell. Right. And so this is where the good news comes in. You can't fix your own problem by being good enough, praying enough, because that doesn't fix your past sins. You need someone to take the punishment for your sin, and that was what Jesus did for you on the cross. And so you become a Christian, not by doing some set of rituals or getting baptized or going to a church. You become a Christian from the moment you trust in your mind that Jesus took all that punishment for you on the cross. You are now a Christian. And stay strong, stay faithful, and get to know God better by reading your Bible every single day. A couple more questions. Dries asked this, does God see our spirit as righteous since Jesus died for us? Yes, God looks at you through the lens of Jesus Christ, and so he sees you as spotless. But at the same time, we can still grieve God, we can still displease him by our sin but he won't charge those sins against us but since we don't want to displease the god who saved us that should motivate us to avoid sinning birdman's asked how can i be a better christian probably those tips i gave before bible reading prayer um checking your time how you using what are you focusing on in your life are you trying to share the gospel that's what god wants us to do as well um and all those sort of things. So these are ways to become a better Christian. Check your sources. Check your influences in your life. If you're listening to a lot of non-Christian friends, non-Christian music, non-Christian podcasts, don't be surprised if you're going to think like a non-Christian. Listen to Christian things. You're going to think more as a Christian. And act like one too. Turtles ask this, do you believe scientists are lying about space in the universe? What are they lying about? The universe is here. Scientists have shown the universe had a beginning, and so that shows it has to be a creator. Ah, oh, about how old it is. Well, God God can make the universe, say, 6,000 years ago, with an appearance of age, can he not? He absolutely can. He's got that power to. In fact, he would have to in order for there to be fully grown trees in the Garden of Eden. That's implying history that they didn't have. And so those sort of dating methods and so on, they don't go against Christianity if God can make a universe with an appearance of age. In terms of evolution, the missing links are still missing. We haven't actually observed evolution take place. And so therefore, I don't think there's a good scientific reason to believe in evolution. Mike has asked about the pre... You believe in no 
pre-tribulation. But what are your thoughts on Revelation 3.10? Ooh, good question. Let's read out this verse. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. And who's this written to? Context. So many people take this verse and rip it out of the context in which it's written, which is being, in some ways, dishonest. Open up your Bible, read the entire chapter of Revelation 3, and you're going to see it's saying to the church in Philadelphia. It literally says to the church in Philadelphia, verse 7. Let's go back to verse 7. It says, the angel of the church in Philadelphia writes, and it goes on. So this is a letter written by Jesus to one particular church in Philadelphia. Now, this is not the Philadelphia that you might have visited in America. This is the Philadelphia that's located in Turkey, modern-day Turkey, or Asia Minor is what that area was called. Now, this church no longer exists, but at the time it did. And he's saying, if you stay faithful, I'm going to save you, this local church that was around then from a particular trial that was coming upon the earth. That church no longer exists. And those people he's writing to are all dead. So it cannot be talking about the some sort of rapture because it's only talking about to that particular church there in Philadelphia. Uh, and this one from, and so it's an event, it's talking about an event that happened in the first century, not an event that's going to happen in the future. Fizzy's asked this. Actually, no, we've answered that one. Uh, this one from Harold. What happens if you're a kid in Judgment Day? Do you wake up in heaven? So you're asking, what if you're like a young child? Like, let's say you're a baby, first of all. Jesus comes back. Where do you go? Leave it up to God. God will determine best. Let's say you're a teenager or you're like a 10-year-old kid or something like that. Where do you go? I think it depends on whether you believe the gospel or not. I know a three-year-old, Beck's three-year-old niece, when she was three, she was able to believe and understand and believe the gospel herself at three years of age. And so don't think to yourself, oh, look, people who are five, they're, they're innocent. Ten, they're innocent. Eighteen, they're innocent. No, we're all born guilty, the Bible says. We're all born deserving of hell. The only way anyone gets to heaven is if Jesus dies for their sin. And so you don't wait till your kid turns 18 before you tell them the gospel. You share the gospel whatever age they are so they can believe it and be saved, and not end up in hell. Good questions, everyone. Very spicy ones and interesting ones. If you have any more, feel free to bring them back whenever we are live. But as I promise, we're going to do a fun game of Bible trivia. So let's get this Bible trivia started. By the way, if you haven't joined our Discord server, you can also join that. The invite link should be in the chat for you guys to join. It's time for the Bible trivia. That's right. Good, good, good. Are you guys ready? Quinn, Rallo, Harold, Ash, Kevin, Brandel, Mr. Player, and everyone else in the chat, you ready for this Bible trivia? 
who's hosting? Is it am I hosting that back? Or you can host it if you want. Or, I, or have, or have you got it ready for us? No, I haven't got it ready. Okay, do you want to host it? You're a good host. I can do it if you want. That oh. Now that was a sneeze and a half. <laughs> Bless you there. So um Paul, do you want to host it then? Is that what? Yeah, cool. All right. So Paul's going to open up the Kahoot, get that started for you guys. And he's going to give you a game code so you can take part in this Bible Trivia Kahoot. Um, and good questions, everyone, that you guys are sending in. Um, and can I encourage you, like someone, Dizzy mentioned, like, how do I grow my faith? Faith comes by hearing. So I think the more you listen into this stream, the more that we talk about God, the more we answer people's questions, the more that you hear the gospel shared on a meagle as we do our meagle chats, your faith will grow. Your understanding will grow. And that will help you. That will definitely help you to be confident in your faith. It'll even help you. As you listen into our meagle chats we do every day here on stream, it's going to also help you to, um, yeah, basically know how to defend the Christian faith well. All right, Paul, you got it ready. Yes, I'll just unmute, but yes, I do have it ready. So how's the music, okay? Okay. All right, welcome aboard, guilty sinners alike, dear friends. Yes, we are all in the same company of being guilty sinners. Yes, we are, but we hope that you've learned some stuff on the YouTube stream today and that we are now here for the fun part of the day where we get to see who comes out on top on the podium. So get your fingers ready, get the alcohol wiped out, clean the fingertips down, get the phone screen ready. And let me just turn that music down just a little bit more. Maybe that's a bit better. Awesome. All right. So who have we got? We've got Chip. Good on you, Chip. Good to see you, bro. Quinn, Sark, Person, Ash, Dre, Benny, Senor, Juan, Alia, Ralo, Maddox, Mason, Ginakos, Benny, Mia, and Beaver, Grant, Isaac. I saw this. Just around. We and Genix, Kate. And CJ, 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 you, uh, God is King, Camo, Aiden, Harmony, Henry. A few more players there coming on. I should start now while Ryan's not here. Everyone gets a head start on Ryan. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. Well, I'm just going to have a sip of my little iced coffee while we do this. But hmm. I don't know. That's beautiful. That's better. So get your name in and we're going to start very shortly. We've got 25 players. That's good to see and check it with the Bible. Good to see. Check it with the Bible is in. And Carissa, are you in yet? I'm waiting for you. Always waiting for Carissa. <laughs> she may be here under a different name. Mason Giannakos. Check it with the Bible. I like that one. My, my favourite name is like the one I like saying is Senor Juan. Senor Juan. Okay, 
Well, we're going to start in a sec. As soon as Ryan comes back to the chair, we're going to hit the start button. So, it is time to start soon. And here we go. We are back. We are going in five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. Good luck, everybody. I haven't seen these questions yet. So, can you beat this Bible trivia? Here we go. Three, two, one. And here we go. It's a quiz. What is the first line of the Lord's Prayer? Our Father who loves us, our Father on earth, our Father in heaven, our Father who saved us. Hmm. Well, our Father is definitely in there. It's the first two words. But what is the first line? Our Father on earth. It is our Father in heaven, yes. Well done, 24 of you guys getting that correct. Let's see who has established authority on the leaderboard. Dun, dun, dun. You, Dre, Alia, check up at the Bible, and Mia. Well done to all of you getting that there. Not much of a points difference for first and second, but let's see how we go for these next few questions. And it's quiz time. Which prophet confronted David about his adultery? Now, I think this was covered earlier in one of our questions in the Bible trivia part. So can anyone remember what the answer was? Was it Samuel, Saul, Levi, or Nathan? Well, it, of course, was Nathan. Wow, that was a bit of a shotgun blast of answers there. Seven of you getting that correct. So, yes, it was Nathan. So take this as a learning question, people, for those that got it wrong. It was Nathan. Okay, let's see what happens here. Yeah, I thought there might be a change or two, but check up the Bible has come to second place with Alia third, CJ fourth, and we genics, we genics. I can't ever say that name. I just can't say that name. So please forgive me. But the round five, uh, take out the top five. We still haven't got any streaks or anything going on here, so I can't see who's coming up and who's doing what. But good luck. Next question is true or false? Jesus spoke to a Samaritan woman at the temple. Yes, maybe. Where did Jesus speak to the Samaritan woman? It was at the well. So it's a false. He didn't speak to her at the temple. It was at the well. Well done, 11 of you getting that right. So stumped a few people there. I think you might have lost your little answer streak there, getting them correct. But let's see what happens on the scoreboard. It may change up a bit. And it has CJ's moving to third. Weegenix has got fourth. And Dre coming in with fifth. But check but the Bible. There's a streak of three. Well done. Check the Bible. I like the way I say it. Check the Bible. Yell. Next question. It's quiz time. What was noticeable about Jacob's twin brother Esau at birth? He didn't cry. He was very dark skinned. He was very hairy. He had no hair. Wow. Yeah. Someone's got to put in the hair joke, don't they? Always. Always the hair joke. But I don't think I've met a baby that's been born without hair. But anyway, he was very hairy. He was very hairy. 14 of you getting that correct. I was once very hairy. <laughs> once. Let's see what happens here. Oh, you stays up top. We're Genics. Second, Dre, check up the Bible's come down to fourth. And Senor Juan has come into fifth. Well done, Senor Juan. Up 10 places, though, is Camo. Good effort there. 
All right, next question. Here we go. What is the word gospel defined as? God saves, be happy, the Bible, or good news? Oh, I've seen this guy in the GIF, and uh, it's the show that it's with is very, uh, very ordinary. And it's about these people that get married to uh, overseas long-distance relationships. Anyway, 21 of you getting that right. It is the good news. Um, that is what the gospel is defined as. So let's see what happens on the leaderboard here and what gets shaken up there in fourth and fifth chain spot. But Senior Juan is coming in the fourth and check the Bible, dropping down the fifth, but not matching the points there. So keep it up, guys. Four players with an answer streak of three. Beautiful. Next question is what should we seek first according to Jesus? Seek first riches, seek first happiness, seek first friends, seek first the kingdom of God. Mm. Seek first. Yeah, of God. 26, you've already got the answer in, so it doesn't matter if I tell you the answer. For those stragglers, it is the kingdom of God. Well done. Nearly every one of you getting that correct. Well done. And for the person who put happiness, um, yeah, just take it on as a learning. We are here to learn. We're not here to judge. But Dre has moved into second place, knocking out wheelbarrow with a W. That's what I'm going to say. And Senor Juan is fourth. The Bible is fifth. But up four places is Kate. Well done, Kate. Here we go. A few more questions. Type in an answer. On what day did God say to the Jews, must do no work? Hmm. What day? So I want to say a day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's a day, not a date, not a month, not a year. It is a day of the week. Now, I care if you spell Friday with F-R-Y, Friday, because that's okay. But what day of the week? Did God say the Jews must not do no work? And the answer is... What does everyone think? Hmm. The answer is Saturday, Sabbath, or the seventh day. All right, let's see who has done what. Sunday, no, seven. No, I'll put the seven, yes. Not the third day. The Petah? I thought Abraham wasn't here. We'll give you that. Mark 2, 27. Nah. On a Saturday, yeah, seventh of the Sabbath, yo, seventh, yo, seven day, yo, last day. I'm not sure. The Sabbath day, yo, be lazy. Well, come on. Jesus wasn't lazy to die for you. Don't be lazy. Paul is best singer. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Thank you for uh, noticing. But um, I think Ryan's got. Yeah, last day of the week is uh, correct, Paul. Oh, last, oh, sorry. Yes, that is correct. Sorry, we nearly got you out of there. But um, mm. Okay, so that's it. They're I think complimenting the, your singing, though, Paul. <laughs> I'm a good singer. They're trying to bribe you, aren't they? <laughs> Everybody loves my singing. Maybe I should sing the rest of this cahoot. Get ready for the next question after I've hit submit. And Let also, I would suggest, can you just add the Mark 227 as well? Oh, can I go back? Yeah, press review yeah. again. Mark two. Can you please tell us Mark two twenty seven, Ryan? Yeah, well, Mark two twenty seven. Those educated like me right now. 
And he said to them, the Sabbath is made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Right, okay. We just scraped in there. That could have changed the leaderboard. Hmm. All right, so we're going to submit that. We will submit that one as the last one. Here we go, here we go. Let's see what happens on the leaderboard. Here we go. And there is a bit of a change there. St. Johan has come into third. Check up with the Bible. Check up with the Bible. It's in the fourth. Clarissa is rounding at the bottom five. But nice harmony is back with an answer streak of three. She's left for the next streak of three. Here we go for the next question. Everyone ready? Get ready, set, go. Here we go. It is quiz time. And the question is, when a man said to Jesus, who is my neighbor? What parable did Jesus reply with? How's the singing going? Yo. The <sighs> best singer I know. Thank you so much. When a man said to Jesus, who is my neighbor? What parable did Jesus reply with? The good Samaritan, the four soils, the prodigal son, or the wheat and the tares? And the answer is, of course, the good Samaritan. Well done to 16 of you getting that correct. Let's see what happens on the leaderboard. Yo, he's staying at the top. Check up with the Bible. He's coming to second. Clarissa in the third. Rallo in the fourth. And Dre rounding out the top five. And a combo breaker of three players just dropped their answer streak of five. Mm, bad luck there, you young people there. But let's keep going because this is nearly finished. It's a true or false. God saved Noah and his family from the flood in an ark. True or false, true or false. Was it true? Was it false? God saved Noah and his family from the flood in an ark. True or false, true or false. And the answer is true. Well done to 26 of you getting that true. Let us see what happens on the leaderboard. And there's a bit of a change from Rallo and Clarissa swapping places there. But the top five, no real changes there with the people coming in. But five players just hit an answer streak of five. Well done to you. Now, this is the last question. Get ready, everybody. This is the question. It is the quiz. Double points, double points. God counted Abraham righteous by. Twenty-four answers in. Twenty-four answers in. Twenty-five now. Twenty-five now. Can we get to twenty-six? Yes. Twenty-seven. Yes. Twenty-seven. Yes. Twenty-seven answers, and the bell is going now. Fourteen of you getting that correct, and the answer is faith. The answer is faith. Let's see what happens on the podium. Third place is Clarissa, with second coming in. Second coming in is check the Bible, check the Bible drum roll. The winner is you. Well done, you. Fourth and fifth, Jay. And Senior Juan. Awesome, guys. Hope you had fun. Uh, my voice is now gone from singing, but thank you for playing. Hey, well done, Paul. Thanks for hosting that. And back for that quiz. You won. Hey, everyone. You won. Good job. Round of applause. You all won. <laughs> oh, that's great. And yes, Paul, lovely singing. Great singing there, man. And that was fun, wasn't it? Even if you didn't get anything right, that's okay. You'll learn more as you play these games, as you hang out with us. And so make sure you do make sure you've hit both the subscribe button and the bell button so you get notified when we're on because we're going to be on tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time for another stream. We're going to do more Meagle Chats question time segment. 
or the song of the week and also kahoot and also so that's 7 p.m eastern or 6 p.m central time or 9 a.m australian eastern standard time it's now time for our outro question though and i thought of a question for you guys that i wanted to ask you all let us know your answer in the youtube chat okay this is my question during winter do you like to sleep with your with socks on or no socks on during winter Ooh, okay people might have strong opinions on this let us know in the chat um are you a no sock person or are you a sock person during winter okay let us know in the chat now for myself yeah definitely i love wearing socks otherwise your feet are freezing particularly if there's a big fan blowing on your feet and you're freezing cold you need socks to keep it warm <laughs> it's a good vibe from ryan now cannot stand socks and I get too warm anyway. I need a fan on on my feet, literally, <laughs> to keep me cool even in winter. So no socks. Free the feet. Bye from Beck. No socks for Paul. See you later from Paul. Uh, socks on. Bye from Chip. I would also say um, I'm going to leave my socks on in the winter because I don't want to be cold. Bye from Carissa. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow from Nathaniel, Ruben, Daxon, Menzel, uh, whoever else served today. Who just popped in? Oh, it's Angel. Um, Angel, the question is socks when you go to bed in the wintertime or no, I don't think you guys have winter there. My my choice is um, um, it's, it's, it's kind of both because I can go to bed with socks on. They have to be like fleece-like or whatever, um, but I end up waking up without them. So I don't know if that's the answer you wanted, but yeah. And Angel, tell us, even in Florida, socks on in the winter or not when you go to sleep? I always have socks on. So, <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Thanks for that. And in the chat, it looks like it's a split with and without. Interesting. And by the way, you guys who have more questions, bring them back tomorrow and we're going to answer them on tomorrow's stream. But thanks for hanging out with us today. We enjoyed your company. We would love to look forward to hanging out with you tomorrow, same time, same channel. In the meantime, between now and then, go and serve your king. Mm -hmm.